You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 137 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Oh, my goodness, Shane. What? How you doing, man? I'm good. Okay, can we talk about a couple things, first of all? Sure. I, I just, I, I, I want to create a picture for the listeners, okay? Okay. I noticed that you're going for more of a, a more of a, well, let's talk about the haircut. Let's, I mean, let's talk about your, your combing. You still have, like, you could put it up in a mohawk, but now you're combing it over. What are we doing? I don't know. Okay. It's in the I don't know stage of development. Listen. It may become something, it may not. It's in the development stage. All I'm saying is I am I, I feel lucky to be able to witness it step by step. Yeah. And that's and that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's a little long. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I want to put it up. I just slap it to the side, put a little grease in it. It look good. Let it lay. Look good. All I'm saying you is know? Is I I would not be surprised if some lady steals you away hey. from the Castians. Okay, she I'm better saying, be good. I'm just saying I like the top shelf stuff. Look, well, yeah, of course. That's like, that's like, all that's like that's uh, worthy like of Mandy. You. What was her name? Mandy Moore. Uh, are you serious? Top shelf. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this episode of the Corpse Cast. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a couple of you know we kind of chose really super independent stuff you know both the music and the movies okay I see so that. you know I mean it's it's like it it and it was kind of a you know I mean it did, I didn't plan it to be this way or anything like that but it's very DIY independent type of stuff the first thing we're talking about the band is from no other place Salt than Lake City Utah Salt Lake City and not only that. But it is a symphonic black metal band from Salt Lake City, Utah. And you know what, people? Right now, their minds just exploded. They're like... They said, how how, how could that possibly be? The hell are you talking about? First of all, I Shane, and, and, and you're with me on this. I just want to let everybody know that we have computers here in Salt Lake. We do. Okay? We have music. We can dance. Okay, we they we, allow us to they dance allow us here. to dance. Okay, they do. Rather, we're not very good at it. Well, but well, they let us dance. They say it's we're mostly okay. white dudes, right? It's I mean, okay. I mean, is that a thing right there? But yeah, it's a th- yeah. We can. Yeah. And not only do we have the the number one horror punk band in Salt Lake City. Hey, Utah. look at that! I like the way you say that. <laughs> yeah. But we have. You're talking about downright dead, right? Uh, no. Where oh. that's not horror punk. That's. Uh, Downright dead, by the way. Keep an eye out for those guys. Not only are they handsome, but they rock. But okay. Let's move on. Let's get away from downright dead. But I'm just saying, we have, apparently, we have a black metal, symphonic black metal band, which I learned about only a couple of weeks ago. Now, take us through the process of that. What are you, you're online, you're, yeah. you're surfing around. I'm at work, I'm on Facebook. And I belong to this uh, Salt Lake City metalhead page or something like that. Ooh. And all of a sudden I hear, hey, some black metal from Salt Lake City. So I'm like, oh, well, let's check it out. And I'm like, 
well, holy shit. It's, you know, I'll save the opinion You'll, stuff like that. That's until, what but I, I was would like, prefer. Oh, my goodness. There you go. And that's how it all ended. I mean, it's not like some great story. I, pretty good story. I, I wonder if we've, like, run into those dudes, like, at Downtown Music or something like may that. Or I'm may sure we've. Have. I'm sure I'm, we've seen. Like, I've seen Visigoth down there. Oh, yeah. You know, and stuff like that. I've, I've seen there. I, I made eyes with the short, bald singer. Yeah. You know, but. You uh, made eyes with him and he went, well, hello. No, he went, I hate that guy because he's oh. rocking my same look, but he's taller. Oh. Yeah, he's, yeah. He didn't say it's that. A, no, he, uh, that's what I like to think that he thought. You know what would even Just be to better make myself is if one it. of the songs off the new album is about a doppelganger that's <laughs> taller than you. <laughs> Long, tall, body in a dread dress. Or, hey, hey, whatever. Yeah. Okay. I well, don't, you don't know. You don't no, know. I don't know that. But that's, uh, yeah, we're talking about Fiend Lord. Fiend and Lord. We're, we're talking about just a demo. It's a, it's a four-song four song demo. EP. And we're, we're totally, I, and, and we're, we're making a special, I, I feel like we're making a special case for these guys because they're from the land, uh, the from the Beehive State, the land of Zion. The land of Rogan that's the translation for Utah in the Norwegian Viking. No kidding. <laughs> Got to have that squarkle in your. Got to have a little bit of that quark from Deep Space Nine in your. You have to have a little squargle in your something. Isn't that a, uh, a They Might Be Giant song? Yeah. Put a little squargle in your. Soul. Oh, okay. Yeah, put a little squargle in your hat. Oh, okay. A beehive bonnet. Yeah, some put a little it all, squirrel it all in your underpants. <laughs> uh, we're also talking about uh, independent movie from uh, it's a it, it's fairly new, you know, almost human alien horror. So there you go on Netflix, so everybody can go check it out. That's what we're talking about today. But before we get into the show, I want to I want to wish something. Uh, yeah, I want to wish Shane Diablo. Yes. A happy birthday. It's my birthday today. Um, If I cared more about birthdays and if I thought they were a bigger deal, I probably would have gotten you something. Uh, maybe like showed you my nips. But I, f- I don't need to see that. Um, Unless you have candles attached to it. No. Okay. Okay. Candles. So let's stop that. I know you don't need to. Like, like, I don't need to jerk off 10 times a day, but I want to. Sure. Okay, so I know well, that you there, want some people need to. I me, I just it's a compulsion. I just, oh well, that's true too. Uh, but I'm just gonna say happy birthday to you. It oh, is thanks. Friday the 13th, Shane Diablo's birthday. Yeah, and I mean, could I mean, is there a day that's that's just more catered to this podcast, the horror? Absolutely podcast? no. No, it's it's it it just it's kismet. I feel like this show is something special today. It's gonna be. I I mean, I don't know what I'm gonna say. We but don't it's know. It's gonna end up being amazing because it's Friday the thirteenth. It's Shane's my birthday. birthday. The day before Valentine's day. Day before Valentine's, a little black metal, a little almost human. <sighs> I what does wait. that correlate that? Someone do a mathematic equation putting that all in there. And I want to see some stats about how good this show was because all the planets seem to be aligning. Yeah. Okay. But we'll go on from there. Uh before we get into the show, also one last thing. I wanted to mention a couple things for those who uh subscribe to the Corpse Collective Premium. Uh I want to say that I added one, two, three, four, five, six mm. six video show episodes up there just in the last couple days. So go up there, check those out if you got it. And I've been working on a monthly contest type of thing, Shane. I don't want to give it away, but it correlates to the show, something we do every show. Okay. Okay. And, and, and I, the, hopefully the big announcement, and I'll be done coding it and building it and whatever all next right. week. Okay. But it's a big deal, people. Oh. It's big. 
It's big. Big deals, big thrills. That's what I say. That's. Uh, I feel like that should be the motto of the Corpse Cast. All right, then it is. Do you got anything to say? Uh, do, you, do you want to thank anybody for for birthday? For for you made it to to, to the, the the ripe, ripe young age yeah. that you are. I mean, is there anything you have to say? I feel like I've been talking. I say a lot. thanks a lot, man. Oh, uh, you know, thanks, it. thanks they for everything. It. All right, and you know what? I've had a lot of corpse casters. They got a hold of me via the text and no said, "Oh, hey, she's ball. Happy birthday, buddy!" And I say thank you to that. Do you? How do you feel about the word, buddy? Buddy, pal, uh, boy. I don't care for boyfriend. those. I don't care for those because I feel like people when they call me that are being condescending. Buddy, is, it, is that just my? Is that just me being no, insecure? That's a good old huh. friend term. I uh, okay. I don't care for that. I'm Unless just someone's going, hey, listen, buddy. I don't want no. you skitting well, around my fucking car I anymore. I don't like going out. Like we, me and my wife went out to the cheesecake factory, and the dude who was served was like, "Oh, I'll I'll get that refill right out for you, buddy." I just no, like, he said yeah, it, buddy. My ass. He said, hey, buddy. I don't like that. I stiffed him on the... Well, I, if I he said, hey, no, listen, buddy, him. I'll get of your course, fucking no. cheesecakes for course, you in no, five minutes, all right, no, buddy? No. no, by the way, Cheesecake Factory, really good food, shitty setup. It's like I felt like... Uh, I'm not even going to get into it. No, Never get mind. into no. it. I need to know <laughs> okay. Basically, you sit there at this table, right? Mm-hmm. And then a foot away from you is another table exactly like yours. So I feel like I'm having dinner with strangers because oh, we're yeah. sitting like a foot and a half away I from each other. I don't like that. There was one point where I'm sitting there talking, I'm looking at the menu going, huh, what should we get maybe? Do oh, we-? no, I'm no, like, no. I'm like, do you want to get a starter? And some guy goes, you know what you should do? You should get the oh. fried macaroni and cheese or the baked fried macaroni and cheese. I'm like, I, I look and go, thank you for that. Thank you for that. And that's the worst. It's like, They're so close that they uh, get to go, oh, I That's you know, what I I'm saying. That too. It w- but, but it turned out good because those guys left early and we had two pairs of old ladies on both sides of us. Mm. So And they were they were doing their thing. And I felt like I was the classless one compared to all these classy older ladies. Yeah. So, you know, that happens. All right. Well, it, w- it was a wonderful meal. It was for our anniversary. So what? This was, a, you know, what's the... When was my anniversary? Anyway, it was August. I mean, I know it was it was January twenty eighth. I know the date. I just don't know when this happened. Anyway, whatever, whatever. Any, anyway, anyway, let's get on with the show, shall we, Shane? Why don't you explain to the folks something called the question of the episode? We ask you to call us because we want to know what's on your mind. When we ask this question, we got a question of each episode, and we say, "What is the we we lay this question out to you." And we and we say we want to know what's on your mind, like the information. Give society. us the information, society. I need to know what's on your mind. I want to know something. Come, uh, and you know, you call in, and we're excited about it, and we listen, and we go, huh, and we laugh, and we have fun with it. And that's exact. I don't think I could have uh, uh, have described it or thought about it in any better of a way. And we've also we thought about it a little bit ourselves. Sure, and we'll, well and we'll get to that for sure. Um, the question for this episode was from Our Lady, JJ, Just Our Julia, Lady Peace. From Our Lady. Oh, that's a good band from Canada. It's kind of not that great, but uh, here's the question that she suggested we ask. She, and I'm going to say it just how she wrote it, okay? All right. Horror movies are disturbing, but you're expecting it. What non-horror film surprised you by disturbing you in ways that you were not expecting? And this is a creepier, she has a caveat, or she has a part two, creepier. What documentary movie left a mark by disturbing you? It's creepier because it's mostly about actual people, places, and things that really happened. We got a lot of calls to get through. 
Right. Should we go ahead and start with our man in Northern California, Zombie Rose? Oh, the Rose. Hey, this is Zombie Rose 13 from Northern California. What is up? Last week. Yeah, where are you been? I'm falling behind. It's okay. But I'm going to catch up. Life's hard. Catch up. Um, movie I thought home that I wish I saw in theater and vice versa. That movie I saw in theater that God's at home. Well, for the movie I saw at home, I wish I saw in theater. Yeah. Um, I'd have to go with. Yes. Yes. Oh, well, it's that's hard. Really hard. Maniac, yeah. actually, the 2012 Maniac. version of Maniac. Did he want to watch that at I home? I kind of poo-pooed it and didn't wait to see oh, it. Oh, but he wanted to see it in the theater. Uh, with little Gelfling Lord. And it ended up being yes. a lot better than I thought. That was good. Now, on the flip, this is kind of the weird one, is the film that I'm glad I saw in theater was Maniac 1980. Oh. As well as... Full circle. Um... He's doing the. Really, he wanted to see that at home. Both the original? No. William yeah. Lundin. Well, no. He want. No. I he wanted to see the that theater. in the theater. I don't know. I'm confused. It was awesome. And but even talked was William Lustig was there and he did a Q and A. Q&A well, you got to see uh, that in the, the theater between the films. So it was a double header. Really awesome. Super cool guy. Um, he stayed around, signed for anybody want to ask ask any question anybody oh, wants nice. to know about the films. He does seem like um, a cool dude. Can't say enough nice things about Joe the guy. Spinell was dead, right? Yeah, he's, he did. Uh, he long really gone. cool detail that you just don't get on a small screen, especially for the uh, apartment in Maniac, where it has some really cool details, but they're kind of buried in there. You need to buy a better TV. You just what? don't notice it at a small size. Uh, talk to you again soon. I will catch up eventually. I'd love to see Tom Later. Savini's head explode in, on a on a giant. That's screen. a great thing. You know what? Here's what you do, Shane. You put that movie on, then you sit really close to your TV. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying, right there. That's true. You I, can do that too. I still, I I'm to still unconvinced. Nugget. I'm still unconvinced that there's any movie that I need to see in the theater anymore. I'm still unconvinced. Yeah. I'm, except for maybe. Well, welcome to the new age. Welcome to the new age. Whoa. whoa. Radioactive BYU radioactive. alums, right there. BYU alums, good. Yeah, ju- welcome good for to you. the new age. Good for you. You're like, you know what? I don't Slow even clap. need to leave my house. No anymore. No. Plus, I plus I like to pee a lot and I like to pause it. Like I just watched Nightcrawler. That is a problem. Though. By the you way, the great theater. Gr- oh yeah, you got it because you get that big drink. I'll stick it. I'll stick it out, but it's like no. I got twenty I minutes pee. in, I, or you know, twenty minutes before the end. No. I'm like. God, and that's and that's the exact time you don't want to go pee because it's getting into the third act. You're like, I gotta see. Third act is uh, the maniac. That's what I'm saying. So the rose would probably. I like say. to pause it. I like to pause it. Urinate in peace. I just watched Nightcrawler. I probably took four pit stops. Right. Good movie or no? Amazing movie. Awesome. I love that's that got movie. the Gyllenhaal. Well, and not. Oh my. I. I. Okay. I don't want to go off, but. I loved that freaking movie. In fact, I've watched it two times this last week. Wow. It was that good. Yeah, I got to watch that. Because it got me in the giblets. It was like, oh. It got you in the giblets. I'm like, that's intense. This is intense. Oh, I like that. Yeah, Yeah. it was was so good. I love it. it. Is it fan footage style? No. No, No, not at all. But isn't he like a reporter? Yeah, he does. He's got a camera guy with him. But never does does his footage take over the whole screen. Sure. But it is, I mean, it's an intense movie. I, I love that movie, in fact. In fact, I super loved it. Can I just say super loved? You're going to give it a super bone? Super. 
I would give it a bone saw if we would do it on the show. I love that movie. Ah, I loved the movie. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. It was super good. Um, oh, oh dear. Uh, Next caller. Uh huh. I love him. Yeah, you met him. You met him. I love my brother. My brother. My brother. My brother. Scotty B. He called in. He's like, oh, finally he called in. Finally, my brother Scott. Here he is. Jesus, it's about time. Yeah. Hello, Bone Phone Buddies. Don't this be a dick, Scott, Scott. A.K.A. My Cadaver's Brother. <laughs> I called in AKA to the question of the, uh, the week. <laughs> so the question is, what movie do I find disturbing that is not a horror movie? I already listened this to this This movie one. that I wanted to comment on is it's about amazing. 13 years old. So I, it was in 2001, so I was around 20 years old. And maybe I wasn't desensitized by this time. But the movie I wanted to talk about was Freddy Got Fingered. It's a comedy by uh, Tom Green. <laughs> Have you ever seen it? Freddy totally, Got Fingered? Yeah. Yeah, that was totally so disgusting. good. Disgusting. And I watched that movie <laughs> in horror the first time. I didn't find it really find it laughable funny until I watched it for the second and third time, which it becomes hilarious. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love anyway, that Anyway, during so the movie, um, Tom dances inside a deer's carcass. Yeah. He bites an umbilical cord off of a baby that's being born and swings yeah, the baby yeah. around the room. I don't see two spreading blood all over the place. Then he, his friend gets in a, a skateboard accident off of a ramp. Yeah, yeah. And his, he has an open fracture, so his bone's sticking out of his body and he starts to lick it. And, uh. <laughs> that was his thing. Yeah. A suck on a cow nipple. He's coming out of his, his private. And then uh, he jacks off a horse, and he looks at a cow udder. <laughs> that's just the ones I can think of. Hey, off that's just of some hijinks right there. Anyway, <laughs> by far, I think it's probably the most disturbing movie in my time ah. that I thought would be uh, a little bit crazy and, and good to put on the bone phone. There you anyway, go. You guys have a great show. Bye. He's probably right about that. Dude, okay, so, I mean, we all we all got used to Tom Green's hijinks in his, like, Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get. Remember when Tom Green wasn't that famous? He could do a show where people would like get all pissed off before they realized that he was just some asshole doing a show, right? Right. And then, you know, I loved that old Tom Green show. There was one, especially when he came out in this giant bubble, when like dudes were like, you know, one of those bubbles that you like roll around in. He goes out and people are playing like like old dudes are playing softball and he was pissing them off. Yeah, yeah. And it got pretty intense and whatever. And he didn't get his ass kicked, obviously, because he's in this giant bubble. I hate to say it. But I thought that was one of the funniest GD things that I'd ever seen. But you know when the guy's getting old is like I saw a later episode and the dude from Jackal came on with his chainsaw. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. And he put he wrote he took that desk when he was sitting at the desk uh-huh. and he took the chainsaw and he put his name on the front of the desk with the chainsaw really? and he totally lost character oh. and went how dare you ruin Are my Are you shit. serious? So yeah, he was he, done. He was pissed. So he's so Tom Green's been effing people over and over and over. Like like what's his Jackal name? Jackal guy comes what, along. What's his name? His name was like uh Jimmy John. Uh, Jimmy Johns. No, it was it was Jimmy Johns Jimmy or John Tommy Chainsaw. Lee Jones or something like that. He goes comes in, in. And he gets pissed <laughs> off. It's like, no offense, but that's why you have a career, Mr. Tom Green. Should we yeah. stop for your call? No, no, let's just hear it out. You you I'm glad that you haven't changed your like ringtone ever. Oh no, I never I'm, will. I'm just saying it's great. In fact, I think you've switched phones and keep the same ringtone. 
I'm that, just that's what I do. I'm just saying it's a good tone. I I, I always get curious as to who's calling Scott. But I always set it at two. Oh. Two rings all the way through and then stop. <laughs> it's cool that Scott, my brother, called in. It's my really cool brother, that he did that because it's like my brother. It's like you know what? Sometimes it's like I'm just out on this island. It's my cadaver. Yeah. I just want I just want like some validation from there? someone who Is I know there loves anybody me. Out there? <laughs> I feel like he really loves me. He actually said, "Oh, he he texted me today. He's like, hey, is it too late for uh, my wife to call in to the show because she has oh. one?'" And I'm like. Yeah, but if she calls in, she's going to want to listen, and she's going to want to be disturbed, in, or she will be disturbed for the rest of her life. Are you sure you want to go there? And he said, lol, but she didn't call in, so oh. so I think that... Uh, well, yeah. that's good to hear from the Scott man. Hey, he's, he's rocking Scotty out, Scotty B. Oh, this is serious. All right. Should we pause it? No, don't, don't pause it, but I'll just... Oh, okay, so this is going live. This is... Okay. We're doing it live, like Bill O'Reilly. Okay, he's walking around. He's going out. He's looking at... Oh, it's my son. Oh, it's a son. We're pausing it. We're pausing it. Hello, boy. Oh, I just listened to Shane talking to us. That's some sweet stuff. Wishing him a happy birthday. Oh, Shane. Oh. That was the one call I was waiting for. And that's why we paused it. That's why we did. That's why. Because Jonas is important to all of us. Oh, he's the man. (laughs) El Diablo. Hail Diablo. Oh, Speaking oh, of a guy yeah. who is important to us all uh-huh. and, and loves the devil for sure. Okay. Beto. He called he called in uh. he called in three times, so let's hunker down. Okay. Well it's just okay, here he is. Gotta take a uh, uh Hello, trilogy phone, here. Phone. He's hey, singing. How the hell are you? Good. Good. So listen. I have to do some thinking on this question. Nope. Just, you know, kind of, kind of out there when I like it. Um, I had a couple of movies that really uh-huh. struck me. Of course, <laughs> they weren't really presented to me as what they were. Oh, so you've got faked First out. First off was kids. <gasps> ding, 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 ding. Thinking, fuck, you know, Skater movie about ding ding ding. That is that's York. probably my number one right there. Kids, oh, wasn't exactly prepared for no what it ended up being. The uh, the passed and, out rapey, you know, at the time, I mean, fuck, it's I the was AIDS just, movie, right? Was I 18, oh, yeah, 19 years old. Oh, yeah, I wasn't much past all of that kind of shit. No, you know? yeah, that was some fuck serious if stuff. I didn't behave a lot in that goddamn way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got some stuff to talk that about too about that age. movie. That's something. Ding but, ding. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, hit the just, dinger, huh? Kids, one of those movies, you know, that scared the shit out of me. Totally different level. I thought it was real for hell's and, sake. Uh, and uh, hardcore logo was the, the the other one. Huh? I haven't seen it. Hardcore logo is allegedly a comedy movie. Um, I came across it one night. I was at movie buffs or cock blocker. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> cock I, blocker. I, I, wow. I don't remember rent movies. I do remember and, from uh, movie buffs. I'd been on kind of a Tarantino bender and I was going through some shit. I, you know, up for three or four days. Shit. You know, let's fucking go watch some movies. Remember cock blockers renting movies? <laughs> so me and the old lady, we go and we're fucking looking through the track and we find 
Tarantino's pick for his favorite comedy. And it's this hardcore logo. I I gotta Fuck put that on my list. I'm putting so, it on my list. The premise of the movie is that it's a mockumentary about a punk rock band. Um, I believe the band was called Jenny Fur, something like that. But the front man, Joe Dick, of course. is like <laughs> kind of looking back at you know his career and saying, "Hey, you know." This guy that was a huge influence in my life, he got his fucking leg shot off. I want to do a tour. All the fucking proceeds going to benefit this fucking legless hero of mine. So he gets his band move back. Uh, to get cut oh. off. Yeah, he did. Sorry. I was putting hardcore logo on my to get list. Hardcore logo. Yeah, right I thought, there. I was thinking loco. But okay. Oh, well, maybe it is. I, I'll overcome the spelling problem. But I he called back right. in. I think you're right. Okay. What the fuck was I? Oh, yes. Yes, so Joe Dick gets his band back together, um, takes him out to Western Canada on tour to raise money for his fallen hero. And in the meantime, you know, they're going to try and heal old wounds and bring the band back together and maybe take another go at it and make another album. You know, things are looking up. And the first part of the movie, it's it's pretty funny. There's some good shit there. And I mean, it's, especially if you know the perspective of life in a punk rock band, it's, it's pretty fucking amusing. Sure. But then Shane knows. Shit kind of takes a weird left turn. Um, I don't remember what the hell the idea was. They end up on a farm somewhere. And they eat acid with this dude. And the next thing you know... eat acid? All kinds of crazy shit's going on. Because when you've got violent-minded people in the middle of nowhere, and they're trying to work out their differences with each other... Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You probably shouldn't feed them a bunch of acid. The next thing yeah, you probably, probably shouldn't do, especially touring guys, it might be a good <laughs> I've idea. hated you since you know, San Diego. <laughs> for giggles, wouldn't it be funny to decapitate a goat with a chainsaw? Oh, but I don't yeah, think that's, that's ever funny. A good time, right? I mean, hell, we're all on acid. Let's decapitate a goat. I've never been on acid though, so I don't know. And I don't want to judge. Kind of deteriorates from there. And There's good the trips and bad trips. I wonder if not coming back I wonder, together. I wonder if I could judge people more if the I'm done asking. Show they perform live. Hold on. Oh, oh what? Hello? Yeah. He needs the to put new batteries in his live together in his in uh, smoke detector. Disaster. And the end was just. I mean, smoking into the. I mean, not what I. <laughs> That's the best way to test it. Yeah. <laughs> You just smoke no a weed joint in there. Shit <laughs> He's like, but there's a reason why I don't got batteries for this shit. You know, the ending credits are pretty fucking funny because there's weird little shit in there that's hidden the Easter eggs. It's kind of amusing. Oh, nice. It's on my but list. Overall, oh. it wasn't fucking funny, man. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck Quentin was thinking. I don't know what the fucking writers were thinking when they built uh, this in the comedy. Yeah. Drama, yeah, it's there. Sure. Right. He's, a, he's a weird dude. In bits like and Quentin. Um, Maybe that's a funny thing to start movie, doing. 
definitely recommend it. But Don't, it is a drama. It's, it's a hardcore or, horror movie. People going, going oh, I, I want to see this own. drama. And then effing him. Yeah. And just bang. <laughs> nope. He got GP, but he called in one last time. Holy fuck, man. That must be getting seriously long-winded here. <laughs> this is my third call in. <laughs> you got wind in there? As I was saying, <laughs> great movie. Definitely worth watching. I am looking to buy it myself. I don't oh, the know, black market. Find it public domain. <laughs> you can find it, you know, somewhere where you can rip it off. Public domain, my ass. You'll guarantee fucking. Go to the love library. It. Apparently, you just get a card. Fucking sound. Steal all the shit you want. Considering <laughs> it's bands that nobody has ever fucking heard of, with the exception of one Joey Ramone song. I can't say that I really recognize anybody on the soundtrack. Hmm. But it's all pretty hardcore cool. logo. I'm, I'm. That's on and the list. The story's told great, and it's filmed exactly as it's built. It's a raw documentary. Nice. Type. Shoot, it's like raw doc. Wandering around, you that's know, what one they call fucking camera. How, how many uh, documentary? And then it's out of ten. How high do you think raw. he is right now? It's pretty fucking awesome. I know I'm pretty good. I'm saying he's, anyway, he's a he's a four. So yeah, he's, into another fucking he's slower, game. but he's not. I'm going he's to not there. Off. Yeah, love yeah, you, he's I love As him too. Always keep up the good work. Can't wait to see you. Thank you. Later. By the way, later. He he helped film the uh, Die Monster Die show that's up on the premium. Yeah, and he still hasn't picked up his camera from your house. Mm-hmm. So okay, I was like, I I was like, I hope he's still right have there. It. Okay, it's right. I could see it with my eyeballs. Yeah. Uh, speaking of a guy who I wish I could see with my eyeballs. Who? Trauma Trash Mikey from the Yokai. Trauma Trash Mikey from the Yokai. It's Mike Trauma Trash from the UK. Calling oh. to the question of the week. Sorry. Scary movies which are not horror. Um, I can think of a few like The Road. Um, the Road, Requiem yeah. For a Dream. Oh, Requiem uh, for a Dream. That's a great one. Return the Road, that's a big one like for me. But I'm going to put this one forward, which I find really disturbing. Oh, it's it? an anime by Studio Ghibli. Huh? Called Graveyard of Fireflies. It's based on I don't get the animals very much and the firebombing of Kobe. Oh it's shit! It's about um, the struggle of brother and sister going through the aftermath of the bombings. It's kind of graphic. That really doesn't creepy. seem fun at all. It's got really good atmosphere. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, you should really, really give it a watch. I'd love it's to see that. Great sure. movie. Anyway, that's all for now. Um, I'll call you next time. So see you guys. Keep up. I love the Mikey TT, man. Mikey TT. Aye. Governor. Aye, you bugger. Let me ask you something. Do you think that if we were to call him a lo- we we've called Johnny T a loimy, and he's okay, do you think if we called Mikey Trauma Trash a loimy, he'd get offended? No. Aye, he's probably. I don't even know what that means. I just talk shit. I hope it's not like. Don't call him a blimey, though. Well, that's all. That's what I said. That's like. What did I call him? A you limey? can call him a limey. Oh. Don't call him a blimey. I don't know. What th- I, 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 you put the B on there. I may or like may not death. have meant blimey when I meant limey. I don't no. I don't know. Are those both words in, I think in l- British? Isn't limey no. something from Australia? Are you asking for Oh, me? you limey. I, I'm oh, from you. the country that kicked their ass with pitchforks. I don't know all that stupid shit. Oh, you limey. Ah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Because it's the limestones <laughs> that are down there. I don't think you know what you're talking about. You live on the limestones. We have a call from a guy who doesn't know what he's talking about. Coming up next, here he is, Adam Baum. Gentlemen, Adam from Minneapolis. (laughs) What's up, Larry? 
yes, the double bass is another name for an upright bass. I did not know that. I, bass, I can't remember saying that, but apparently I was like thinking around. Boom, boom. Um, double bass is more... in and out uh, called me out on that, too. Uh, we tend to say that more over overseas than they do here. The blimeys. Um, but yeah, limeys. it is a double bass. It's an upright bass. I, I call it the uh, pig wheel. Which into blood-sucking zombies from outer space. Yeah, that, band, that band's got a thing that not a lot of the bands within the psychedelic genre have. Um, 19 which, songs on an album? It's just kind of that they, they, they Come on, don't shit on over him. into I'm the not, horror punk I'm genre. And, I mean, it's still just it's awesome. It goes sure. up. It's, it's clever as hell. And yeah. the songwriting and musicianship is just amazing. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm really surprised that they're not actually bigger than they exactly. are. Exactly. Just like DMD. I don't the restless really ones. hear a whole lot about them. Um, but yeah, terrific band. I'm glad you guys did that. Glad you guys liked it. Although, I will say, I tend to uh, uh, agree with Mike. Of course. Less is more a lot of times. Just put the gems. You know, I like to have an album. Put the gems on there. Ten solid songs that are amazing you know, that I would be a bone saw with half the songs wanna, on there i want to cherish everything Whatever. about it you know all <laughs> 10 songs i want to sit there and memorize the the, the, the imagery and the cd oh, booklet yeah. And oh yeah just, you know absorb it all and take it all in and just love it to death like there was 19 piece. great I mean, songs on that album what are you know, talking about there's 10 great songs nine decent another album with those other songs i guess just like a B-side. And maybe it's just punk rock, 80, 80, 80. <laughs> Just yeah. can't pay attention to that I'm going to say that's hey, what I'm it is. I'm glad you guys did it's your that. your ADD punk uh, rock. Episode, uh, non-horror movies that scared you or yep. sound disturbing. Yep. None of them that recently I can think of. Oh. However, when I was a little kid, like a real little kid, yeah. um, maybe like four, I remember like seeing the five movie, years ago? Look Who's Talking Now. <laughs> And uh, I don't know if it was the first one or with John Travolta, or look who's talking now, the second one, whatever. No. But one of those fucking movies. There's a point where the, the baby's talking, like, potty trained, and like the oh that toilet, talking toilet that like, wants to eat their poop. Hey, yeah, give me that shit <laughs> that poopy. I was so afraid to go to the fucking bathroom. The toilet's just gonna fucking. That's the difference between me and, and Adam Bomb. Uh, when I saw that, I was old. The other movie that I remember specifically would have been Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, that's a good. You know, dinosaurs and all that shit when I was a little kid, but it's still fucking, I mean, sure. Velociraptor was the most fucking spooky thing ever. Absolutely. I mean, that thing could get in my room if I locked the door. It's figured out. It'd get me. Because they're smart. Anyways, that's what I got. I, I hope you guys are doing good. Uh, take care and I'll talk to you later. By the way, can I just say one thing? What? That call was three minutes and one second long. And he got everything out and didn't get GP'd and he even said goodbye. Three minutes, one that second That is long. some perfect timing. Adam Baum, I would expect nothing less from you. Yeah. Beautiful. Boom. You know, uh, he, kn- he knows about the, the things that have to do with the the, bo- the doghouse, the double bass. Yeah, I would. I would pig boy. Listen. I call it the pig boy. There, there are bassists in this world. And then there are bassists sure. in this world. And he is a mother effing bassist. So he knows. So I believe it. He's a young, handsome man. But you know what? I he trust knows. Him. He knows. I trust him. I usually don't trust young, handsome men because I think they're full of shit. He's he's way more on the mark. He knows the biz. Oh, yeah. He dude. knows the biz of the rockabilly and the psychobilly. 
I have to defer to him. Maybe Good if to he's him. It, maybe if he's saying that album would have totally destroyed his bone saw with ten songs uh, he, instead of nineteen, and he agrees with me. It delivered. No. It delivered you yeah. your bone saw, and then gave you extra stuff just to nug, uh, nizzle on. I feel like it watered down. Like After sometimes you exploded. Like, okay, so let's say you drink a Bud Light, right? After you exploded. let's say you drink a Bud Light. There is what is this? Twelve ounces of Bud Light that you're drinking right now. Twelve ounces. Let's say that that Bud Light, you pour into a glass, and then you put four ounces of water in it. That's how that album was. No. That's why it's not a bone saw. I disagree with that. That's okay. It was, it was, it was 19 do... songs of pure It fucking was 10 delicious. songs of pure delicious and Austria. nine songs of like, that's pretty GD good, but it would be a buy, but those 10 saws are bone saws. Yeah, you got it. Well, whatever. You, you I'm gotta not. Defer to I the, don't need the... to be right. I don't need to be right. I just want to share my opinion. You may be right. You may be wrong. You may be crazy. <laughs> but you may just be the lunatic that I'm looking for. The next Turn out the it's lights. It's funny that you mentioned that because we got a lunatic that you're looking for right. up next. Ooh. Gino from Logan, Utah, uh, the land of dairy, my the Gino. land of cow udders. My Gene. Here he is. Hi, Mike and Shane. This is Gino from Logan. What's up? Just calling to let you guys Loving know. Loving you, dude. Had a great time on the 30th. The I had so much fun that show. show. <laughs> and so I'm fun. also calling for the question of the week. Okay. What non-horror movie disturbed you? Uh-huh. What do we got? For me, it was the 1995 movie, Kid. Ding, ding, ding. That movie. That scared the shit out of me. And yes. it's written by Larry Clark and Harmony Corinne. Harmony Corinne scares me. He's weird in his It's brains. a really disturbing movie. Absolutely. I gotta watch it. It's a really good movie. Check Never it out it. if you haven't seen it. I'm positive. Do you remember that song? I'm the one natural one. Yeah, I remember that easy. song. But that was from that. And it was a great one, tune. But I'll tell you that. The Verve Pipe uh, or something. No, it was. Uh, oh. The Verve. No. I'm the one. I don't know. We'll figure it out on break. But all I'm saying is ding, ding, ding. That's number two for me because that was a big one. Also, I wanted to let you know I've been watching some of your. Video cast. Oh dear. On Zombie TV. Sweet. And on one of them, you mentioned a band called The Independent. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. They're an awesome band. Oh, I, I love actually them. got them on my Spotify now. Oh. I want to thank you for introducing me great to them. Great band. I think they're great. They're awesome. Little band. White Feathers Fall. And uh, fall look forward to, to seeing you guys again sometime. Yeah. Keep going with the great podcast and take it easy. And oh. happy birthday, Shane. Oh, oh. yeah. I'll tell you what, he could have seen us this week if somebody didn't party too hard two weeks ago. That's, yeah. And that's all we'll say. Little uh, rock and roll that's overdose. That's all we'll say. Walk and roll overdose. Is that a song? Rock and roll overdose. Yeah, probably. All I'm saying is we could be rocking to a DMD show right now. Yeah. But it didn't happen. Little rock and roll overdose happening. I feel like that's a Def Leppard song. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like it's a Ramon song. It could somehow. be both. It could be like, both. Oh, it is a rock and roll t- Overdose. Uh, Lauren called in. Here she is. Oh, Lauren. Hi, Mike and Shane. It's Lauren. What is Happy up? Birthday. Oh. Uh, my door shut. Happy birthday, Shane. As you know, I'm super shy about things. I'm not missing you. Happy birthday. Aww. I wouldn't even think turn up the radio. Oh, um, thank you. When I was at the pre-cast. Uh, but, yeah. I wish happy birthday to the sexiest man in podcast. Sexiest man in podcast. He's a good man. And, uh, <laughs> have a great 
you're having a fantastic Friday the 13th. Of course he is. He's hanging out with me. It's really the question the yeah. episode. Um, <laughs> what me. Um, one that really got me was a documentary, Touching the Void, about how these guys go mountain climbing, and uh, another guy's got to cut his partner off the ropes, and then the huh. partner has a harrowing journey, and he ends up living when he should have died. Oh. Partially because it, it deals with... Um, Bone breaking, like I, I just like the bone breaking, breaking your bone in the leg, really yeah. brings me back. Right. Um, my time um, laid up as a kid in the hospital, so I find those always really disturbing. And Whoa! Hello, hey baby, what happened? Oh wait, hold on. Oh, Lauren, are you alive? She dropped her phone. The what, Taliban's got her. What do we do? ISIS now. It's it's now ISIS. The, the goddamn yeah. Taliban got her. Uh, she called back, so she's okay. Oh. Megan Jane is Lauren. I, I need, I bone cones myself, um, or rather GP'd myself. Oh, my God, this is disgusting. I, I was going to say, that's filthy. You bone-phoned yourself. Jeez. That would be impossible. TMI. So anyway, I want to reiterate, happy birthday to the sexiest man in podcasting. Hey. You're right, also, but take it um, easy with that. <laughs> Drummer extraordinaire of both horror punk and sensitive uh, music. Sensitive. Horror punk and you to 1992. That reminds me, I haven't had a um, rib sandwich in a long time. Yeah, Touching the Void documentary. I got to see it. I know, I got a little unsettled there. But anyway, that was an unsettling documentary uh, Hmm. that I didn't necessarily expect to hit me hard. Um, And another thing that where I was like, what the fuck, um, was uh, people recommended um, the original um, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo to me. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, so you're kind Never of seen that's a good one. Yeah, that's... That is... My grandmother loved the book, whatever. Oh, yeah. And, that's, um, that's, a good, that's a good answer. Yeah, just the amount of... I never saw the remake. That's not my kind of movie. And, um, it's very... <laughs> disturbing, yeah. And I was I was surprised that everybody and their mother was reading about. Because yeah, um, that's some harsh subject matter. Raped repeatedly, rapid diddled as a child. I like to say rapid because that's like, way less. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so that's the girl with the <laughs> oh dragon God, tattoo. Is like, oh, she's the chick. With she the was rapid, bang. Yeah. Disturbing and kind of insulting. disturbing. People like, yeah, it's so your kind of movie. Oh. Okay, oh. I'm gonna go up and die now. <laughs> All right, happy birthday, Shane. Mike, I'm really proud of you for replacing the chairs. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. She called back in one last time. I'm pretty happy about that too. <laughs> hey, speaking of necromantic, Jack and I are gonna watch Necromantic for Valentine's Day. Oh no! Sometime around last year. No, that's true love. For Valentine's yeah. Day, I could never um, watch that with Ember. Which I know will ever probably quell any romantic feelings. So I'll just have to. Yeah, you're not. Um, you're not. There's no boning going on after that. Unless you have the butt great two thousand, three thousand. Sam dry heaving. Yeah. While you discuss. Um, have you seen Necromantic? Necromantic? That was, no. That was a highlight. Sam dry heaved. Podcast for hell's sake. Sam like, really retching like Fozzie Bear with <laughs> with a, a hairball caught in his throat. So, dry heaved. I'm looking forward to doing a goofy um, Valentine's <laughs> slash Friday the Thirteenth day. And, um, oh yeah, they're perfect for each other. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. They'll make it on. Thing. They'll right, get it bye. on. Oh, beautiful. You know what? By the way, Necromantic and Necromantic 2, 
I mean, I love that I hate those movies. I love that it was it's so funny to me that we talked about them. But I don't think I'm ever going to put those on ever again in my life. You yeah, should watch, watch them, though. Them. You should yeah. watch them. Because you need to. It's kind of like one of those things, like, you need to take your medicine. Kind of yeah, thing. I got I I to study that and say, what's everyone talking about? Yeah, you need to see it. Yeah, I'll have to do that. It's it's terrible and amazing. I'll watch those with you. No, I won't. Uh, Okay, let's move on, shall we? Because I just want to get rid of that whole necromantic thing. Get that I hope you ever forget, forget that I ever said anything about that. Uh, speaking of the classiest lady that we got calling in, JJ from L.A., here she is. That's a birthday Mike fart. Kane, it's just Julia. <laughs> oh and I figure, hey, I'd better call in because you're sweet enough to use my question at the episode sweet. for this week. You're sweet. Which is, you, you little delicious have you ever delight. seen a movie that's not a horror film that was disturbing in oh, a yeah. way you weren't expecting? Ah, she's going to hit mine. And I've got one from 2006, Little Children, starring Kate Winslet. I've never seen it. And i got to tell you, you've got Academy Award people in this. Oh. Uh, and it's it's a Kate big Winslet. deal movie. It got nominated for Oscars itself. Yeah. And yes, guys, Kate Winslet gets nakedy, and you get to look at that. Why so would I be interested in that at all? Yeah, I'm not. But yeah, Jackie I'm Earl not Haley interested. plays oh. a disturbed member of the neighborhood. Oh, who Freddy. is a registered sex offender Remake living Freddy. with his mother. He is so creepy and had such. I've never level even of heard minutes. of this movie. Um, specifically, there's a scene where he goes out on a, a disastrous date with a really damaged woman. Oh. Um, she drives him home. She's dropping him off. Uh, she's explaining to him her problems oh. in the darkened car. And then we, all of us, including her, realize that he's been sitting next to her, staring at her, masturbating oh, the whole time. It is oh, shoot. So disturbing. Oh, I don't. So <laughs> I noticed that straight away. Someone starts to jiggle and, down and there. Really, I'm like, I didn't know what you're doing. It's a like little said, children it's a big deal movie. I gotta um, check it out. That's weird. This, was, oh, this took it to a whole other level of oh yikes. I'm putting that this on the list a right really now. Really messed up group of people. Anyway, so I give you that one, and then also um, in the documentary side, I suppose anything that features. Bad things happening to children are just oh, yeah. off the table in terms of automatically disturbing. Absolutely. But a recent documentary, Deliver Us from Evil. Oh, yeah. About uh, a sexual predator Catholic priest who's from, like, been, s- not defrocked, but sent back to Ireland so that he could serve Ireland. out his days in a place right. where he couldn't hurt children, <laughs> which I think was Catholic policy for a long time. Jeez. And we all know how well that works out, meaning mm-hmm. it didn't and it doesn't. I saw that. I've seen that on Netflix or something. I think I saw standing on the fringes of a small moved him from small town to small town. I don't think I would want to see that. That's scary. Oh, want to just use a magic wand and zap that guy out of our universe or beat his ass? Anyway, those are my suggestions, and I look forward to hearing what everyone else comes up with. Love you guys. Oh. Bye. She's so nice to us. First of all, she's way too nice to us. Second of she's all, she's an angel. That delivers from evil. I've seen that on Netflix, and and I'm like, oh, this looks like a horror movie. So I, but I read it, and I'm like, I ain't watching that. Yeah. I, I just not. Just from the synopsis, I ain't watching that. I'm sorry. I don't say ain't a lot, but I ain't, ain't watching gonna that. do it. No, ain't ain't a word if you ain't gonna say it. And. I don't know. Uh, there's more, more to that? that. Yeah, there's more to that. Okay. Ain't, ain't a word if you ain't going to say it. And? 
Stick so, a finger in your ass. No, that's not how it goes. Because it ain't on. going anywhere, but stay in there forever. You know what's so funny is she mentioned the kids thing, the whole, the, you know, the, and that's and that's basically everyone on my list that I'm about to break out. Everyone has to do with scary situations for adolescents and younger. Mm. Boom, right there. Uh, Paul G called in. Oh, the G man. Hey, Mike and Shane, how you doing? Paul G here. Uh, hey, happy Friday the thirteenth. Oh. Um, Oh, and more and most importantly, happy birthday, Mr. Shane Diablo. I hope you guys are having a great time today and having a couple extra beers or whatever. No, we don't Uh, have Anyways, happy birthday. No, Uh, yeah, we will. I will. I won't. Uh, Question of the episode. I have nothing. I don't know what's disturbed me. That's not horror. Because you're filthy. Except, I don't know, maybe the series uh, Black Mirrors. Oh, the dude. British series. Black, have you seen I don't know. Black I don't Mirrors? I don't even know if that's supposed to be horror. What is it? It's disturbing as hell. Anyways, um, that's okay. I pause it. Black Mirrors is is a British. My old happy birthday brain is forty two. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it I, takes me, me a minute sure. to kind of collect. Black Mirrors right now is on Netflix. It's kind of a it's a TV show. There's two seasons, six total episodes. And let me just give you the first, the first, let me give you the synopsis of the first. It, it basically does like oh, so everybody in the world. <coughs> Oh, Patoo. Pardon Patoo. me. Bless me. Bless me. Bless I me. don't bless people. Oh, sheesh. Okay, so basically the first episode is all about the prime minister of the Blimeys. All right. Okay. Basically, they steal like one of the, one of like, like some kind of a, a royal family person or something like that. And these people, the, 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 uh, they're not going to give her back unless the prime minister F's a pig live on TV. Hey, that sounds great. To <laughs> well, me. And, and the whole thing is like, well, they let her go before he had to actually have the pig. But everybody, like social people, were so into this thing that they didn't actually give a crap about the girl. They just wanted to see this guy have a pig. So I'm just saying, it's very emotional and very. It's on Netflix. It's I social. Have to watch it. Yeah, the whole the whole series is, and there's only one dumper. There's only one episode that I didn't love, but it's great. You should watch it. Black, Black Mirrors. Mirrors. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. All we got. Uh, have a good week, and again, happy birthday, Mr. Shane. Oh, Shane. Uh, party it up, man. Take care. Bye. Party yeah. it up, man. Party on, bro. There will be no. I love you. Up. I'm just I saying. love the Polly Gutierrez. <laughs> He's the king. Uh he is the king. He's the king of my dreams. He he is the captain of your heart. He's the captain of my tenille. Uh, JJ called back. Speaking of Tennille and captains, there we go. And, else, and what? The I, sweet lady. Am I talking? Am I? Am I speaking words right now? Here she is, sweet lady. Mike Shane, it's just Julia. Hey, uh, calling with the question of the episode uh, last week, which oh, yeah. was, what film did you see in a theater that you wish you'd seen at home, or what movie did you see at home that you wish you saw in a theater? Right. And I have a, a kind of convoluted experience here. Oh dear. Um, Really wanted to see the first paranormal activity in the theater because oh, yeah. it it was sold as a come see this as an event. Be yeah, in there oh, with sure. the audience. Sure. They do that. Watch with everyone the react and cringe. So <laughs> I talked my husband into it. Oh, cool. Uh, we have a home office. We were able to go mid. By the way, can I say one thing? She mentioned her husband. She's married. You're well, upset no, no, by no, that. No, I knew she was married because we're friends on Facebook. And her husband is a very handsome man. Which is by, he? Well, absolutely. He's very. He's do, very what distinguished. Do you call it? What uh, uh, Orson Welles? Um, what What's the most handsome? Like like 
gentleman that's in his in his fifties, you know, fifty, like the most handsome George man, George Clooney. Okay, so he's as handsome as George Clooney, which I would expect nothing less to be married the to Clooney. From I call him the Clooney. Let me ask you something. What do you think? Uh, and this still boggles my mind that JJ from LA even listens to our show because that's how like classy she is. Mm-hmm. I wonder how the husband feels. Is all I'm saying. I'll just leave it out there. What does it matter? Well, it doesn't. Maybe he's it doesn't like really George matter. Clooney. He's like, dude, yeah, you, can, baby, I love you. But I wonder. I, I wonder if I JJ's don't particularly ever like, care for it. But hey, what uh, you listening you can... to, JJ? Oh, I'm listening to these two assholes from Salt Lake City. You know, and, and he'd be like, oh, I wonder if he's like, oh. Well, good, good for you. Or if he's like, Ugh. why <laughs> those, would he carry? He'll just go. Nah, I'm just saying, I don't know. It's all right, but I've seen, I've, I've seen pictures because I because she'll know, go. Hey, what are you like, listening to on your podcast? Your mm-hmm. little earbuds. Well, he, he and he'll say, well, I'm listening to Enya, and she go, Ugh, no. I'd rather stab myself. First of all, Enya is amazing. Okay, you know. First of all, Enya is amazing. Strokes for different that's strokes. That's fine. But, people but, can love. No, that's and fine. live that's and fine. live their lives. But these two, but but JJ and her husband are so classy. I don't. She has. I I I just worry that we're so not. So what you're doing right not, now is telling classy people to not like us. No, I'm just saying if you're classy, why Go do you listen, listen to, to us? something why? like a, no. a wine tasting you listen, podcast? I'm just saying. Mm. I would I would think that they I would, smelled the ember of the okay, nut. Okay, okay. Well, I'm so nice. First of all, I don't think that has anything to do with wine tasting. I can smell the nut, but and the uh, nut. Oh, you can okay. smell nuts. We're just moving on. We're moving on. JJ, you know I love you so much. You know it. Yeah, let I just let her have her podcast. I just man. but but can I put in? I just wonder. It's in my brain. Can I express my wonderments? For hell's sake, geez. Wonderments. Wonderments. Day, which was not the time to go. We get in the theater, and we are the youngest people there. What? Um, there may be a dozen other patrons, and they are much older. Oh, well, the sure. The point of this it's is, young uh, the entire movie, we're hearing fellow patrons saying, what just happened? Uh, Why? Why? Oh, yeah. What's going on? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> not quite the sense of experience sure. you were expecting. I watched that on my and iPad. It scared the shit out of me. I buy it because I enjoyed the movie, and uh, our young adult sons brought their pals over. Uh, we all camped out in the den and watched it that way, uh, and it was in the home, but it was a fantastic theatrical experience. Everybody was uh, know, shrieking, covering their eyes, you know, shouting out. That was fun. Oh, I'll and bet. It's the silence like of the you, music. We have a nice TV. <laughs> you hear it, and you're like, extremely comfortable chairs. We have... See, the comfortable chairs... The kitchen within walking distance has all the snacks we like. And you can pause um, it and go pee. I am really getting picky about my movie-going experience. Me too. I'm in a theater. Me too. You have to, though. Respect must be paid Absolutely. to the movie. Anybody texting, casually talking, yeah. I will That's a kick problem, you out, and I have. Politely, but insistently. So when I'm home, at least I know that I am in control of the environment. um, Absolutely. I think that's my biggest thing. But there you go. Just wanted to toss that in there. And like, I'm so embarrassed. I think I dialed the wrong number just moments ago and actually spoke to you. So forgive me. I won't do that again. Uh, no, I don't think so. Did you talk? No, no, because, but by the way, that would be great. That would be wonderful if she dialed my number, but no, that wasn't me. So whoever you talked to, that wasn't me. Did he say, hello? Quanties, you know what? Quanties, you want? She brings up a good point because my Qu- wife. Quanties, your name? I, I, what, what movie was it that I watched that we saw in the movie theater and then we watched it again? I'm like, 
I like that way better. The second time I watched it, she goes, Amber goes to me, no, it's because you watched it at home. You don't like movies in the theaters much. And we started talking about, she goes, because you have total control in your own house. And, and I go, well, yeah, you're the dude that has the controller in hand well, on not the just side. The, and we but go, she this said, is you are watching. a little bit of a control freak when it comes to stuff like that. And it's like, well, is you're that out of, con- you're, you, you have no control when you go to the movie theater. No, because, well, first of all, you can't pause it. And I always, you know me, I always have to pee at least one time in an yeah. hour and a half period. Second of all, there's other people who aren't behaving the way that I would like them to behave. Yeah. Just to relax. That's I, all I'm saying. Yeah. But there's also a little bit of, and I'm not going to lie. Me and the boy went and saw that Mordecai movie. Oh, yeah. And there was a dude that came in with a giant backpack, and he he was he was a cool. I was like, all right, he's got sure. he's got a hippie vibe, sure. But he kind of sat over there, and I was just like, man, I got to keep an eye on this guy. So I'm missing bits and pieces sure. of the movie because I'm like, what's he gonna do? There's no control. And all he was doing is taking his little hat off and you know <laughs> putting his putting bag. his backpack and everything. <laughs> but it was just like, Oof. see. You don't got to do that in your about own that. house. I'm nervous about that. Absolutely, because you got to you got to protect the young. You got to protect the pups. And then the next 15 minutes of the movie is okay. What am I going to do <laughs> if anything was to happen? <laughs> you're you're like starting to get into your kung quak do. Yeah. You're like, okay, here's the moves I'm going to. You're visualizing because that's what Bruce Lee tells you you need to do. So there's a, there's it. there's a titch of that. Not so much. Sure. Come on, that's not a serious issue, but. It did go through my mind where I was like, you know, mostly you for me, it's the pee pee time or the dicks that talk. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's or what, what they got their phones on. Exactly. And I heard a horror podcast huh. and they talked about, oh, you know, I'm on there huh. and I get in there and I talk about a movie huh. while they're there. And, yeah. And they're texting away live that ain't at the cool, movie. Bro. And I was like, and I did send him a little tweet. And did say, you hey, name names? That's that's a no go. Really, we're going to name names no-no. off the air because I need to know. Oh yeah, I'll tell you. Oh my gosh, I don't want to start no, you know, wars. But Why we don't listen? I to was other just shows, like, that's so like, that's terrible. That's terrible. Do that. Why do that? You but dick? it was no one that we really, really, really love and know. Well, okay, good because those people who I really, really love and know, I hold them in such high regard that they would never do something like that. But he said he sat there and. Free texted, freestyled, free balling, Tom Petty style. Oh, all through the movie, going. He's free. Oh, this movie sucks. I oh, can't believe somebody didn't call him out on that. That hurts. And I called him out, but that's why I don't go to movies. And I said, "Don't." That's terrible. The last movie I went for me was the day that I had off because I went to my grandpa's funeral. For hell's sake, seriously, that's yeah. the last horror movie I saw in the theater, and I was too broken up to even enjoy it. Yeah. Speaking of a guy uh, who I love, that's who, heart if crushing, he, soul crushing. Uh, yeah, it's okay. It, that was that was a year ago, so I'm over it. But uh, Mark from Chicago called in. Oh, uh, the Shy Town, the sweet hey, city. Hey, Shane, it's Mark from Chicago. What calling is up? In. Uh, first off, I just want to say, Shane, oh. Shane, 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 my friend, happy fucking birthday, my oh. friend. Yes, Hope thank you, you my friend. You had a good friend. one. If you listen to us later on. <laughs> If you listen to it on your birthday, then have another drink on me. No, oh, absolutely. No, don't and, encourage uh, For the question of the episode, uh, what non-horror film surprised you by disturbing you in ways you were not expecting? Yes. Uh, I picked the movie Antichrist because, one, I don't feel oh, that it was yeah. a horror movie. No. Really that wasn't. giant dick I didn't in that disturbed it. me. I well, didn't finish the movie, but... oh. 
Oh, he got GP'd. He didn't call back in. This is like the second week in a row. I didn't finish the movie. Antichrist was a... Uh, I I I stopped it where they were at the little uh, house with the the nuts. That were oh, and by the them. way, that's when the shit goes down. Really, that house. I stopped yes. it because I was just like, you know, dicks uh, just banging away. A lot of dick in that one. And then the Would baby you say a lot of I just well, you know, lot lot of full penetration. How does that even happen through right? the credits? Yeah, the beginning of the movie is patang. By patang. the way, with that size of dick in a normal movie, I'm just like, oh hell no, no. Yeah. I finished it. There's though. been studies done on that stuff. <laughs> like that's a that's a giant dick. What the heck? Who does a dirty movie? Let me tell you. Okay. The guy with the giant wing. Uh, of course he does. Normal dudes. Normal dudes with they, normal they dicks say, are like we're keeping that for our loved ones. We're not showing right. the world that stuff. No. Right. No. It's the guys that go. You know, I think the world needs to see this. It's the same guy that puts that up on his Facebook post or sends it to the lady on Facebook. On <laughs> hey. How you doing? Look you at see, this. Look at this. Hog. You see this? It would wreck you. It would. I wish I could say guys you, like me. They write little poetries and yeah. stuff. I, it's if, like, if well, it were you know, me, I just like, a little poem. Do you see this? It would be fairly pleasurable for you. It would be fairly pleasurable. Sure. Those things that are in porno movies cannot be pleasurable. <laughs> it's like, oh, have you seen the women in there? They're like, man, I just let's just get it done. <laughs> How much is this I paying? Five grand. All I, right, I don't watch pornography, so I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, I you can't relate. watch a little bit. I can't Man, relate. You get, you know, discovery. <laughs> it's can't the relate. new Discovery Channel. Oh, oh. You discover more about yourself. <laughs> All right. From those porn. All right, we're stopping right here. Speaking of somebody who has nothing to do with what we were just talking about, right? Who is completely away from that? Uh huh. Katrina called in. Oh. Yeah, she doesn't do those things. Do, 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 do. say it's your birthday. Do, 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 do. It's my birthday, too. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do, 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 do. We're going to have a good time. Of course. Because it's Sin's birthday. Yeah. Happy oh. birthday, Shin. Oh. Shin's the birthday boy. I win. <laughs> On this day, almost twice as long as I've been alive. I'm oh, sure. she I had to mention that. But the Thank world... You. Became a better place to be because today is Shane's birthday. Oh, absolutely. Woohoo! Happy birthday. I did it. <laughs> Almost twice as old as her. On a side note, um, I have had the pleasure of listening to the last episode, but I listened to the one with the spook review on it. Oh, yeah. And I must say that that was a pretty awesome review. Cool. I think the Spook is by far one of the most underestimated bands ah, ever. And true that. They're really good. I absolutely oh, yeah. agree. Um, there's like a special little chamber in my heart just for the Spook. Oh, it's great. Oh, and also to tell you that on that same episode, you guys talked about hair in your buttholes yeah, for like happens. 20 minutes. And yeah. it was disgusting. Sure. The last thing I want to think about all day How is did you know it was 20 hair minutes? in your butt. I'm sorry, but it's disgusting. No, we, and I really don't life. think you should have gone into that much detail. We're true life. We talk it about honestly almost life. made me sick. And that is a pretty big deal. So, uh, anyway. And she's smiling all the way through. <laughs> happy birthday, Shane. Uh, and have a great Friday the 13th. And... <laughs> A whole 259 days to Halloween. Oh, she and, knows the date. And uh, may you not die tonight. 
Oh, Can thank I? you. That is. I might. The, I might need that. First of all, the let me just. I uh, might need that. Little let me blessing. address the butt and the hair. It's not. It's not that I wanted to talk about butt and hair so much. It's that I was intrigued on how it ended up in the butt. That's that's what it was all about. How did it get up there? How did I pull off the wig and go for sick for two or three inches? Well, the, whoa. The bigger question is that she said you guys talked about a butt in the asshole. Yeah. For no, twenty minutes. Yeah. She timed it. So it's like Obviously. okay, you listen to every bit of it she and enjoyed it. it. <laughs> she laughed. She dry heaved, but she laughed. She she dry, ha- she dry heaved, heaved for sure. Yeah. Oh, sh- oh, absolutely. But then she went, "Oh yeah, give me more butt play." <laughs> oh, is that a thing? Ass play, butt, butt play. No, I don't know. Oh, ass play. What would I know about that? Why are you asking? Oh yeah, me? you're right. Ass I've, play. Yeah, I have no. I am I right? I don't know. I have no idea. Cosplay. <laughs> Speaking of cosplay, in and out called in, <laughs> but oh, just, just, man. I just want to get, I just want to move, move along. That's yeah, okay, fine. You can right, do that. Right, right. Mike Shane, how's it going? What's Mike, up? I hope you're feeling better. Feeling way better. The last part of that, the last episode, dude, you sound rough. I'm feeling better. Yeah, anyway, it's like you were singing a black episodes, metal album. Platoon <laughs> uh, disturbed oh, the crap out of me. Good one. That That's was, a good one. Saving, you know, I've seen other war movies, saving but the thing just kind of left me going, whoa. Dude, you know, it, it, growing up, my really next door neighbor was in that. Know, we, we, we accomplished a mission or whatever. We just kind of, we survived. Yeah. Um, That's a good we one. We were soldiers. I've uh, no, mentioned this before. When the napalm guy gets up in the helicopter and they try and get his pants off or something, and yeah. his skin comes off his legs like barbecue. Oh. That almost got me to gag. Yeah. And then, uh, Death Sentence with Kevin Bacon. I mean, it's oh, a, it's I a love that movie. movie you know, like I love that Death movie. Death Wish or something, you think? Oh, I love that movie so much. You know, a lot of those have, like, happy endings. This one just kind of leaves you wallowing in hopelessness at the end. Uh, <laughs> so we go. Happy on, yeah. Wallowing in hopelessness. Uh, happy birthday to Shane. Oh. Aw. Hey, thanks. Uh, how was that? Uh, the next call, first of all, let me just say, the guy that lived a kitty corner from my house, mm-hmm. Platoon was was uh, it was based on a true story. He was one of those dudes in Platoon, really in Farmington. Yeah, right there. His last name was Glover. You ever talked to him? Do you ever talk to him? Well, no, because he was I mean, weird, and I time, was young. No, oh, was I was just... I was young, and his boys were younger than me, so we never we never talked, and there was just never that camaraderie. But did he ever say no? You ever seen the movie Platoon? No, but uh, he told me. my dad that, and my dad told me that. So, yeah. so I mean, it's it, it's second degree for me. So it may or may not be true. I'm just saying that was there. Well, they got to be true at some point. You've got a call. I don't. I'm gonna let you enjoy this one. Okay. All right. Right here. All right. <laughs> oh, ocean. Um, oh. I'm. First time listen, um, first time listener, <laughs> what? First time listener, long time caller. Oh, I love him. I and love I him. And I want to say happy birthday to Papa Dad. Oh. It's awesome that you have your birthday on Friday the 13th. Yeah. <laughs> that is cute as shit. Why don't you explain to the folks what's going that on? That is Little Ocean, uh-huh. Jesus and Slave, Chris's son. Oh. I love him. He is a he's a first time listener, long time caller. Yeah, if you'll notice. Oh, beautiful. He's a wonderful little uh, dude. I love that little guy. That was cute as shit. Uh, his dad called in, so uh, right after. So let's see what he's got to say. Mike and Shane, you sexy motherfuckers. 
This is the Morrissey of Utah. I don't know if you caught that or not, but that was Ocean wishing Papa Dead a happy birthday. I got somebody uh, else here who had something else oh, no. to say, too. Uh-oh. This, is, this is River. Oh, no. Oh, happy birthday, huh? Oh. <laughs> happy birthday. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's Sh- awesome. Shane, you're loved, man. <laughs> they love you. Love you. Awesome. awesome. We good. Simmer down now. So, no, I'm. That's awesome. I don't man. know. I don't know what to do. You're. You know. I like those little yeah, dudes. Those are, they sound great. All right. Sound great. Uh, let's see. Let's get on. We got a couple more calls. Zombie Rose Thirteen called in one more time. Oh, the Rose. Hey, Zombie Rose Thirteen. I'm gonna call Franklin. Question of update to my last answer. Last week's question. Um, seeing Maniac and Vigilante. I'd actually seen them both on, at home yeah. years before, and I never thought that would be be improving scene in theaters. Seeing them improve theater was actually improvement. No kidding. You know, because they were shot in location, and the sets they did, the that they did use were amazing. I would say film shot and set sometimes when you get on a big screen, they uh-huh. really show off that at the set, uh-huh. just the lack of detail. But these were actually shot on location, and the views that they used were amazing, so that you really kind of, you could see more. And it sure. really made it really better. Get a bigger TV. Go ahead with the question of this week. Uh, he, uh, he's done. He's done with that, so we're good. That's it? Next week, he'll call in with the question from this week. Sure. That's what's going on. we got sure. one more call. Uh, I think it's Jake the Snake, but I'm not quite sure. But here's our last call. Hello, Mike and Shane. Uh, Jake the Snake here. There we go. Uh, oh, I'm not sure if I have an answer for the question of the episode, but <clears throat> just want to say happy birthday, uh-huh. you thank sexy you, sir. beast, Shane. <laughs> thank you, Hope thank it's you. a wonderful one. And that's it. Bye-bye. Oh, that's he it. He just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Just everybody love you, He's Shane. He's my power python. I'm just saying this This is He been, wins. Man, well, it's been a very emotional yeah. second half to the call. That's great, man. Yeah. That's great. Intense. Well, it's been good. It's real life drama. No one picked mine, though. Okay, so why don't you go ahead and let us know what yours is? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate oh. Factory, the original. That's a great one. That was crazy. Okay, so tell, tell me your most your most disturbing part of that one. When he's when they were headed down the chocolate tunnel or whatever. In the boat. And it's shown those visions. Dude. And you see the, the chicken head get chopped off and everything. It's just like... And, and the eyeball. And Gene Wilder is fantastic to the whole movie. The minute he walks out and does the like limp and yeah, then the roll, sure, sure. you're like, this is not... You know what the worst thing about kids? that was to me is that his just attitude of not caring. Yeah. Of not caring what's yeah, going there was on. A, all these kids are going down. They're not caring. It's all of a sudden... That was really scary. A psycho, you know, yeah. a psycho feeling to him. It was like, Absolutely. My documentary uh-huh. is this crazy documentary, and I can't remember the name of it. Uh-huh. But it was it followed this this couple, this gay couple, that, and it was around the the beginning of the AIDS epidemic that was oh, happening, yeah. and he was dying of AIDS, and just the brutal, you oh. know, they go they go on like a vacation, and they go to this hot tub, and everyone's running away because he's got the source right. on him or whatever, right. 
But it was just like so depressing and so sad. Uh, but it was supposed to be kind of like, hey, this is what's going on with right. it. But at the very end, when the guy is like breaking open his ashes, uh-huh. and he was getting it all over the floor, he's like, oh my god, I'm making a giant mess of you. He's, uh, he just it's shattered all over the floor. Uh, but it was like it was supposed to be kind of a here's what happens, but here's the good thing. But at the end of it. It was really, really, really disturbingly I, what depressing. What was it? What was the name of it? I can't remember the name. Uh, of it. That sounds like it was supposed to be like we can win this. We we will beat this. It, it turned was out supposed to be, to be uplifting, but at the end of it, the way they Ugh. the way they made the documentary, it was so depressing. At the end, you were like, "Wow, yeah, yeah." That doesn't sound like something that I want to watch to cheer up my day. Yeah. No. No. Anyway. What's yours? Uh, oh, I got a couple. Uh, we'll see. Well, kids. <laughs> Have you ever seen kids? I've never seen that Oh, movie. my gosh. Basically, okay, so at the time. It, it's, it's like four little stories, yes or no? No, no, no. It's it's one story about these kids in New York or something like that. It came out in 1995. I didn't even see it until until probably 98 or 99 or something like that. Right. <clears throat> and it's this super uber realistic type of thing, which it seemed like a real movie to me. And, and here's the thing. I'm, so at the time, these kids are going through their ship. You know, it's, hey, they're doing this. They're doing drugs. They're drinking alcohol. And they're like these, it seems like they're like 16 year old, 15 year old kids, 14 year old kids. Right. And so I saw this and I'm about to get married and it's freaked me out for having kids because it's like, that's, that's what your kid's going to be. I'm like, oh my gosh. And it scared me and it ended up being there's AIDS and rape and all this stuff. It really freaked me out. In fact, were so, they, uh, what do they call them? Like, uh, they living on the streets? Like, no, style not really. No. Well, they, they, they weren't like well off. They all lived in these shitty apartments and stuff right. like that, where it's like their parents were working two jobs. Who knows? I can't remember. It's been, I can picture the, the uh, movie cover right now, but yeah. I've never seen it. And it was super scary. In fact, um, what was the, the girl who was in, uh, Men in Black 2? She's that, uh, black, oh, super yeah. hot. I can't remember. She was in it. I don't know if anybody else out of that movie made it to anything. Which right. kind of makes it more real. You All know? right. Yeah, and I can, I but that. it's like, oh my gosh, it freaked me out. In fact, uh, Larry Clark, uh, written, uh, uh, directed that. It was written by Harmony Corinne. And those two dudes gave me some of my most messed up movies. Harmony Corinne also messed me up with Gummo. You ever seen Gummo? No. They're out there in Oklahoma or some kind of part of the Midwest and, and their town's just been ravaged by like a, like a, uh, hurricane or not a hurricane, a tornado or something like that. I can't remember. It's been so long since I've seen it. And there's these kids that are just doing this shit that's like, Oh my gosh. If my kids ever did that, it would freak me out. And it really, it was so realistic that it disturbed me. Larry Clark also messed me up with the show called Ken Park. And it's, have you ever seen Ken Park? No. It was about these little kids, like these 13, 14 year old kids who were having sex and naked and stuff like that. It's like, Oh. Is it a documentary or no, what? No, 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 no. It's, it's, oh, I remember that's, I watched Ken Park right after we had a baby, you know, my, my daughter. So, I mean, what, what, what are we talking? We're talking 2004 or something like that. Maybe, maybe 2003, 2004. I watched it and I'm going, I shouldn't have had kids if this is how it is. It freaked me out to that point. It was nasty. Totally nasty. I've never, I haven't watched those movies since because honestly, they right. freak me out. I don't, I don't, I don't care for them, but let's get on to a much more positive, All right. positive. Shall we get on? I don't like things that disturb me. It's very, I don't it's like very disturbing. Disturb Absolutely. Um, you know what tomorrow is, don't you? That's Valentine. The sweet Valentine and love Valentine's. is in the air. 
And I'm not talking about the wet, squishy love. I'm talking about the long-term soulmate love. Oh, yeah. The long-term, I'll be with you forever. Forever and ever. White Lion wrote songs about him. White Snake wrote songs about it. Uh, I feel like White Snake was more about White the... White uh, Tiger wrote yeah. songs about it. By the way, White Tiger was, in my in my high school football days, the White Tigers were the practice squad. So, you know, I'm just saying, so let's not go there. Let's not go there. Okay? Just uh, beat those guys. Yeah, beat, beat the, the shit White out of Tigers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but here's a question. We're talking about true long-term love. Who was a character in a horror movie that you believe that could have been your soulmate? Mm. Whether it's the villain, a character, whoever. The character that you could see yourself spending all of the, your remaining years with. Not only who. Who is it? But tell us why. Yeah. Because we want to know your inside feelings. We want to get down into your heart and, and, and the heart That's what we down do by here. the visceral areas. That's what we, we do. We want to know. Yeah, absolutely. So let how me did g- that, that person make you feel? Well, and, how, and why could you spend the rest of your life with them? Yeah. I'm going to give you the bone phone. I'm going to say it slower because I was mocked because of how fast I say the bone oh, phone number. Really? Okay. The bone phone. 385-351-9273. Oh. Don't, don't throw the people off. That's 385-351-9273. I saw your face kind of go, what? That guy. Yeah, you were, yeah, F, F you. That was half the joy of well, saying it. Sure. My face. Like, oh, yeah, look at him. <laughs> well, I should say it faster, but that's the way I know it. I know. 385-351-9273. I feel like people should put that in their in their cell phones. Yeah. Put that in right now. What are you waiting for? Put it in. Call in every week. Put in your di- Put it in your dialer, your <laughs> diaphragm. <laughs> You'll never need to memorize the number if you've put it in there. Yeah. That's the beauty of technology. You know what we Let's got now, don't you? Some black metal. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. From Salt Lake City. Yeah. Fiend Lord, one minute, enjoy.
Why, hello there! My name is Johnny Krug, and I'm here to tell you about the Corpse Collective Premium website. Why am I doing this promo, you ask? Well, that's because Mike and Shane are too shy and classy to pimp their own stuff. However, they're definitely not too shy or too classy to ask my ass to do it. Anyhow, Mike and Shane have put together a website where they've added a ton of extra Corpse Cast-related content. On this site, you can find every single episode of the Corpse Collective video show, exclusive behind-the-scenes audio, video, and imagery, along with horror movie commentaries called Corpse Tracks recorded by the hosts themselves. I mean, think of it like riff tracks, but a lot filthier. So you're probably asking yourself, where can I gain entrance to this magical treasure trove of filthy goodness? Well, since it is a premium website, Mike and Shane are asking for a small donation from their listeners, you know, just to gain access. However, once you're in, you have access to everything the site has to offer. And there are two different ways you can contribute. You can set up a monthly subscription for as low as $1 per month, or you can do a one-time payment that gives you access to the website for three months. Word. And all payments will be made securely through PayPal, and your subscription can be canceled at any time. To sign up, you can visit CorpseCollective.com and click the Corpse Collective Premium link at the top right corner of the page, or you can go directly to Premium.CorpseCollective.net to sign up. Remember, content is being added constantly, so check back frequently. Finally, we just want to make sure that everyone knows that the audio podcast will always be free, just as it's always been. So to sum it all up, if you find the level of filth in your life to be lacking, or your boner just hasn't been quite as nervous as usual, hit up the Corpse Collective Premium site and everything in your world will be right once again. Picture a dirty winter. A dirty black winter. Oh, is that a dirty black summer? No, that's That's Dirty black summer is is dancing. We're talking winter. Dirty black winter. A hoth planet. Oh. With winter snows, but ash falls from the sky. That is... Turning the the snowy region to gray. That is scary. Would you say? Black metal in Salt Lake City, Utah. (laughs) We don't have the snow. No, we not this year. It's beautiful here. But that's where you lay it down. Absolutely. (laughs) Symphonic black metal in the state of Utah. Yes, indeed, we have some. Absolutely. The style. Takes the idea of black metal with its tremolo guitar, uh-huh. furious drums, lo-fi recordings, which I remember from the sure. you know, from what little I know. Uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to you a lot in this, okay? Because you know a lot about black metal. I love this. Well, I love the symphonic black metal. Add the symphonic and orchestral sounds to the mix to give a bigger, deeper, and darker experience to the original idea. Okay. See, this is what I was listening to this week. I was like, okay, it's not about the jam. It's not about the three-minute jam. Right. It's about more than that. It's about a soundscape. It's a hypnotic state. A hypnotic state. Yeah. That puts you in the zone. And now we get to the place that we're at right now okay ladies and gentlemen we are talking about some salt lake city black metal it's not the first okay but perhaps it is the closest that i would dare say to the original sounds bursom okay dark throne sure stuff like that do you know of any other black metal that's come from salt lake i do ibex throne i i b e x Ibex Throne, yeah. Okay. I'm not a familiar with Grave those. Grave Code Nebula. Oh. 
The obliterate plague. You just seem like you're shooting words in my direction that I don't, I can't put together to form ideas. Uh, Yato Mictelan. They were a Spanish black metal band. No shit. From Salt Lake City. No yeah. way. Okay. It was really, really, really popular in about 2003. Oh, no kidding. I want to say. Okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen, from Salt Lake City, Fiend Lord. Like them on Facebook, official Bandcamp page, fiendlord.bandcamp.com. Also, propnomicon.blogspot.com. Oh, I didn't know about that. Also, you can find these songs on YouTube. Okay. Uh, they say that they got the artwork and stuff from propnomicon.blogspot.com. Oh, okay. God, that's a that's a word, Ben. Propnomicon. I've been drinking blogspot. tonight, dude. That was pretty good. Propnomicon.blogspot.com. <laughs> okay. It's almost Korean. <laughs> we are talking about the four-track EP, Dust on the Chamber Floor. Oh, yeah. Four tracks, about 20 minutes. Sure. Yes? Right around there. About 20 minutes. 21 minutes and 56, uh, 21 minutes and 54 seconds. Pardon me. 21 minutes, 54 seconds long. Again, you could go to uh, the Bandcamp page, sure. fiendlord.bandcamp.com, or like them on Facebook. That's the best place because they're not on Spotify. No, You're they're almost nowhere. It. Yeah, it's 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 fresh. Yes. This is a fresh hit. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, I don't really have a barometer for black metal. Okay. I know, like, the symphonic, but I would consider these guys because I looked at their, like, uh, influences, uh -huh. and I didn't recognize a single band. Okay. Seth and all, right. and, and all that. I know the uh, Bohemus and the sure. Satyricons. Okay. The, it's more hard rock style big right. uh production value right so i i'm gonna have to refer to you okay. on a lot of this okay um okay so let me mention the members real quick the uh the guy who i in, in alioth and like we said i mean we uh i mean basically i was like oh here's this facebook page oh my gosh that's a pretty good video i emailed alioth and i'm like okay hey how about that? We want to talk about you on our show. He he was very nice. He moved back and forth, but it was it, it, there's two members that I know of. Alioth, he's a singer, and Hypnoctus. Okay, Hypnoctus. Hypnoctus. Yeah, Hypnoctus. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're probably right with that. Hypnoctus. Uh, I have their real names. And he is. Should the, I give away the real well, names? Hold on a minute, okay. because Hypnoctus is the the original. He's the dude that does all the music. Oh, oh, really? Okay. So there's two dudes in uh -huh. the band. Alioth uh -huh. does the vocals, and then this other Hypnoctus. guy, Hypnoctus. And it's it, their real names are as hard to say as their fake names. Uh, Chris. <laughs> okay. Causeglia, C-A-U-C-E-G-L-I-A, okay, and Alex Colombe. Colombe. Those two dudes. Yeah. I mean, they're not easy words to say, especially uh, an hour 23 into the show. Which what, makes me saying. wonder, which makes me wonder where that came from. I think it's some kind of a Viking, Norwegian Viking. Well, sure. Alioth. Well, and I, I don't know much about the black metal. Here, here's like, what I'm wondering, too, because this band got a is name. very... Is very Lovecraftian oriented. Not every sure. song, not every song that they have talks about Lovecraftian thing, but the, you can tell as you're listening to this, it's very Lovecraftian oriented. Right. Uh, a lot of their, you know, in, in emailing back and forth with Alioth, he's like, I love 
H.P. Lovecraft. We, you know, here's some of my favorites, blah, blah, blah. Um, but look, can I talk about my relationship with black metal, including symphonic yeah, because black metal for me? I have no barometer. You have a barometer for black metal, so, so you know more than I do. Back in, uh, I was just, well, I was just married. 2000, 1999, 2000, okay. <laughs> Let me, can I, can I set the soundscape for you? Can I mm-hmm. set it there? Okay. Let's go back to those days. 1999. 1999 was there a lot of Palooza that happened? No. There? What a, there was a lot of NU-metal. A lot oh, of sure. your corns, a lot of your... What was that? Limp Biscuit. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I was about to sing a song. You just saved me from having great, to sing a song. Great band that I always loved, Deftones, but and, they, they weren't considered well, new Well, they were still there. I mean, they were still there writing that thing. So, I mean, we're getting that. We're getting this. It's Stained. been a while. Yeah, we're, we're getting all those bands. And so that's when Michael discovered bands like Opeth. Mm-hmm. That's when Michael discovered bands like uh Now, Cradle would you consider Cradle of Filth and Opeth as black? No. Black no, no, metal. No. no. Uh, a, a lot of the band, a lot of the black metal bands that I kind of got into that time were, were I mean, Cradle of Filth, they, I, I feel like they're kind of a, they're kind of like a Disney version of black metal, almost. You know? See, that's, I think that's where I'm at with it. I yeah. like the Bohemus. I like the Satyricons. Sure. I like the, the Disneyland. I don't oh, sure. think that real black metal bands go, oh, that's crap. Well, in a lot of bands that I got into, especially at that time, were like Demu Borger with their their misanthropic euphoria, you know, all this stuff. You know, we got a bunch of, you know, they were the symphonic stuff, the old man's child, which is the uh, uh, Galder from uh, Demu Borger who had a side project. That was old man's child. Opera 9 or Opera IX. I don't know how you say it. I just listen to their music. I don't know how you say it. And also Grave Worm, you know. And it's like I started getting into those bands because this 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 idea of new metal was just like, <laughs> man, I need something else. Slipknot's okay to mow the lawn to because I'm pissed off, right? See, and that sounds about right for that that black metal explosion sure. idea of black metal sure. because that's when all those local bands mm-hmm. were around. Is about that time, because 2000, 2002. I wonder if it was a an actual straight up response. To all the shitty metal that was going on, all the all, all well the quote unquote metal quote unquote metal that was because that's all you had. I mean, you had corn, you had Limp Biscuit, and that was what was playing on the X ninety six and the K Bear one hundred ones. You had your UPOs, you had all those kind of bands that were. And back in those days, it was either kind of like a uh, like a grunge influence type of thing, or it was these like rap rock, you yeah, know, POD. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was all terrible. those it was oh, it was just not a good time in, in music history right you know but that's kind of my history we got we got this list of bands and it's like i'm thinking to myself you a lot of times with and let me just say straight up for black metal for me i i do like i i i there's some black metal that i just adore that i love but whenever i picked up an album uh, especially, I never got into like the really nasty stuff because it didn't. There wasn't enough like difference. There wasn't enough like. See, and I don't know. So wasn't it all nasty? Wasn't no, it well, all well, just? No, no, no. I mean, you look at Demu Borger. It's like you could say that's nasty, but there was some. Uh, um, ah, well, I, I don't know what you call it. What, there was some differences. Like there was a lot of black metal that was like a bunch of Norwegian. They call dudes. it like the hard rock influence because I love Satyricon. Sure, but it had that. It had that way overproduced, 
uh, hard rock vibe to but it. But there was, was a lot like, of bands. Oh, it's dark. But there but was a lot of bands that just went the in there rock. and they played their instruments as fast as they could. Yeah. For three minutes and every song kind of sounded the same. But then we start getting this symphonic influence on it where it's like with Demi Borger, it's like, okay, we're doing this and all of a sudden, and we have, you know, all just this yeah, stuff. Yeah. And it's like, this is something I can get behind because it, I mean, in, 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 in my, in my wife asked me this. She goes, how can you say death metal or black metal is boring? Because it's this noise. I'm like, cause it's all the same. It's like, it doesn't matter what kind of noise it is unless there's some dynamic changes and stuff like that. To me, it's kind of, boring. see, I think this band took me to a new level. Okay. Where I went, I get it. I understand. Sure. I understand what Dark Throne is trying to do or what they were doing. Okay. I think these guys, and I might be completely wrong, and I have no idea about <laughs> okay. black metal. I okay. don't. Okay. Because the black metal that I, like I've said, the black metal that I listen to is totally overproduced. Sure. It's the, it's well, the and there's a lot stuff. of it's that the stuff. Sure. Blow your trumpets, Gabriel, and all well, that. Well, and I love that shit. But. I think these guys go back to the old style. They go back it to the be. Dark Throne. They go back to the, the the beginnings of it. This album, as I'm listening to it, there's there's an intro, and then there's right. three tracks, right. three songs. Uh-huh. And as I'm listening to it, it's it's furious. Sure, but I can hear the melody. I can hear the influence. You can hear the it's, changes. It's supposed to be made that way. Sure, where, that I didn't understand about the original black metal when I would listen. To, now I'd listen to Venom. Sure, but they were rock and roll. Well, they yeah they they were kind of the bridge. But the the the, the Burzums, the Dark Thrones, mm-hmm. or whatever. That was like, well, this is just like a lot low of low-fi, low-production, raw, sure nastiness. And then I listen to this, and you got Hypnoctus or whatever. Sure. And he's playing all the instruments, and he's he's laying the, the keys on there and shit. And I went, I get it. This is not supposed to be a song that I'm listening to going, all right, where's the beginning, where's the sure, middle, and where's sure. the end? But it's an experience that I'm supposed to be well, having. And his name says it all. The Hypnoctus, this is more of a of, of kind of a, uh, okay, so I'm at work this week, right? Right. I'm listening to this. In fact, I bought this album a couple of weeks ago, and I'm listening to this going. It sets that atmosphere. It sets that 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 almost puts you into a trance. That right. kind of thing. And I think that's what this music's all about. I don't. I mean, and to be perfectly, I think that's honest, what black metal started out to be. The thing is, is there's that, a lot of black metal that that maybe if it is, it doesn't do that for me because it just seems the same. But I think that black metal began to be, Could be. it's not it's not just a jam song. Sure. It's an experience you sit down and you listen to Dark Throne or you listen to whatever sure. and you just take and it I'll all in. I feel like that's a lot of Demu Borger albums. I feel like that's a lot of Old Man's Child. That's a lot of Grave Worm where it's like, yeah, I mean, cuz we're not going by the you know, we're not going by the, the, the format that we're used to a part, a part B part right. C part B, you know, we're not doing that. We're just going through. It's creating an atmosphere. It's creating this, this sensory space right. to set in and to enjoy and see, just to become part of. I'm just finding this to, to this band. Okay. It's going, all right. I think I understand black metal. Sure. Or at least I understand this version of black metal. <laughs> Is that it's not supposed to be 
oh, there's a catchy little bang right sure. there that I'm supposed right. to like or, or a catchy little line that I'm supposed mm-hmm. to love. Sure. It's just about the experience of the entire f- song to Absolutely. its end. And then and you sometimes go, entire albums. Sure. From start to finish. You know, there's no singles. I can't remember the band that I heard once, but it was like, they were great, but it had like French horn. Oh, yeah. In it, okay. where it was like, it was like two minutes of French horn with some <laughs> okay. blast beat behind it. And I was like, God damn, that that's crazy. Sure, sure. But I don't think that I understood it as much okay. as I did. Because I think these guys are going, they're hearkening back okay. to a time that was earlier than... Well, I wonder. I think I wonder they're. I that. think they're going... For like, here's the origins of black metal. Okay, symphonic style. See where you're doing that. I'm sitting here thinking these guys are in the same vein as some of these other symphonic black metal. The, these these uh, harmonic uh, the these black metal bands that still enjoy a nice harmony. This I mean, but, but we still got that. Black no, you metal can hear growl. the harmony, but yeah. you have to. Find the harmony absolutely in the songs, as yeah. opposed to hey, here it is. That's the thing right and there. And here's something, too. The behemoth gives you, it delivers it to you. Sure. Boom. Here it's happening. Absolutely. You have to find it with this. I found <laughs> myself in this. Right. I was interested by it. It was you, like, wow. You, you know what the thing is, too, is with this, it, okay, so here I'm thinking, I'm a couple of dudes, right? I looked them up on Facebook, and I, and, I, and I went and I stalked them a little bit on Facebook. I found out who they were, and I went and looked at some of their pictures. There's two, they're probably in their 20s. They're skinny little dudes, you know, and it's like. You know, and then, you know, I, you know, good look. They probably got some ladies going on. They probably got that right. And I'm sitting there thinking, why would, why would you choose to play mu- this kind of music? And a right. couple things came up. Number one, they just love it and that's whatever. Right. Number two, it's like. I bet they go by the names Alioth and Hip it, it could be. But I think the main reason they do it is because it puts them, it, as they, as we're listening to it, it puts us in that trance. I feel like as I'm listening to this, it puts them as they're playing it into that same trance. Right. To, to kind of that same thing. And I'll have to say, bl- symphonic black metal with the keys, with the whatever, is not the easy. It's not like you're you're, you're not heading Here's, down there to jam. You're not playing, oh, you're on the bass, you're on the guitar, you're on the drums. You know, it's not that. It's something much more than that. And how does somebody choose that? I don't know. But when they do, they've got to love it. That's all I'm saying. You, right. If you're into this kind of music, it's not because you think you're going to make a million bucks. It's not because the ladies love it. It's because it means something to you. Right. And as we're as I'm listening to this, I'm going, all right. Well, as I'm looking at it, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going through their influences. Sure. I don't recognize a name at all. Sure. It's like Seth Parkrakenstein on Treaten Treat. Right. I I don't know that world. I don't understand it. But as I listened to it, I was like, you know what? These guys, I get, they made me realize, and mm-hmm. I did it at the gym too. They're okay. going to hate to hear that. They're oh, like, yeah. oh, this guy's on the treadmill <laughs> listening to this. But, sure. but you know what? I understood. It was like, I get what Dark Throne was doing through these guys. I okay. understand. All because right. Because it really is. They were your translator. It's a nonstop, it's a nonstop musical performance mm-hmm. that starts and ends and it's not about the catchy middle sure. or the or whatever. It's about the experience of the entire song. Absolutely. And I was like, wow, I, I dig it. I, I figured Burr's them out. 
Oh, wow. I, fi- I figured it out. You okay. know, it's like, uh, you know, I, you know, it's so funny that you say that because I mean, I'll listen, to, I'll listen to an album like, uh, uh, let's just say the Demi Borg. I can't remember the album's name, but, but I, we did, I think we did it on the show, the Serpentine Offering. Right. We did. A, and it's like, you've got, you've got your song that's like, I am hatred, darkness, and despair. You know, you got the one that's kind of like, oh, okay, well, Hercules. Sure, sure, sure. But the rest of it's just kind of an experience. Yeah. You know, and, it's, and that's what this was to me. And see, and I'm listening to this, and I would have loved to have heard more drums, but then I go, you know what? The bits and pieces of the old Bursum, the old Dark Throne, mm-hmm. you didn't really hear drums. You mm-hmm. didn't really hear, you heard the... I think there's drums there, but I'm not sure. It's the experience, man. The the third track, you heard some drums in there sure. where it kind of slowed down. Sure. But for the most part, it was just like, yeah, I, I don't know if I can hear drums or not. Sure. Isn't that a musical experience? If you're going, if I'm sitting there listening to the songs and I'm going, wow, this is really, you know, this is just full flowing keyboards and everything. Sure. And I don't know if I. It doesn't I think I've the got formula. the rattling of drums, sure, but I don't know. It's not that they're not talented. Absolutely oh, no. no. No, absolutely. It is that. It's. I think that it harkens back to that. It th- could the be. beginning of time where you record on a little amp. Okay. Listen, I don't know, but 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 in that maybe what it is to you, but to me this harkens to more of the stuff that that I've been into a lot. Like like honestly, when I get to work, I I, I love putting on an album that for thirty to sixty minutes is just gonna put me in the zone. That's one drawback. <clears throat> I got a couple drawbacks. Okay, let's hear it. My first drawback is I would have liked to hear a little bit of those drums okay. on the first on the sure. on the uh, not the intro track but the second track right. and the fourth track. Uh-huh. I would have liked to have heard okay. some drums. Okay, I would have liked to have heard a, a little bit more vocal on a couple of those parts because Alioth he's <laughs> rocking some double vocalage where it's uh, like sure. you can hear him going, but you can hear him going. Would have liked to have heard that. Okay, and I'd like it to be longer. Well, this, like I said, this was just a demo. Whereas last time we talked about blood sucking zombies from outer space. Yeah, 19 songs. Too like, much. Too much. That's too much. Whereas this one, but too the thing little. is, you also have to realize that this is probably the shortest one that we've done on, well, this is for sure the shortest one we've done on this show. Right. Because it's like, here is this Salt Lake City symphonic black metal. I never metal thought band. I'd say, hey, black metal, I could use a couple more jams on that. Sure, well, sure. No, but, 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 no, I understand it. I mean, I'm. But a it big... makes me interested to go, I wonder what other black okay. metal that goes that, that way. Sure. Not I would the, check out Old Man's Child, all the, you know, some of that kind of not stuff, the some of the graveworm. There's a lot of good stuff. It's kind of like there. that sound where it's, it's, it's like playing a record backwards. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Absolutely. I like that more than just going, all right, here comes the, Hey, your gods are going to die. And here's the <laughs> chunky breakdown. Sure. I'd rather hear that symphonic, you know. Ah, well, okay. So sound. let me break down this band. Okay. All right. So I heard it and I'm like, okay. Wow. I'm, I'm impressed. I heard, uh, dust on the chamber floor. That one song and I'm like, these guys are from here. These guys sound great. I'm going to go to their Bandcamp page, which, by the way, if anybody goes to fiendlore.bandcamp.com, you can down- name your price and download the whole album, even if the price is zero. I, you know, 
I don't recommend that. I wouldn't put five cents. No, they're like zero. I you could download the whole thing for free. I put, I'd say change that. To five I was like, cents. I put five bucks in because I'm like these three songs plus the intro. Five boner gave me. I mean, let me see. It's worth five dollars to be to change that. All I'm saying is this: these guys are from Salt Lake City. We've probably run into them here or there, just being out and about on the town. Yeah. I don't know. And if we haven't yet, we probably will eventually. But what I'm saying is this. I really like this album. It was a throwback to those times when I'm listening to nothing but Opeth, even though they're not black metal. Demi Borger, Opera IX, Grave Worm, those types of bands. And I'm sitting there going, I don't, I mean, these guys sound as good. That, I mean, I wouldn't surprise me if these guys were on the same label, if they were doing that same thing. I mean, yeah. I'm not a connoisseur of black metal. I like a few black metal bands. I love a few black metal bands. But I'm not the one that's going to go, let me tell you about the history of black metal. Because, I, I mean, you know, that's just yeah. not how it goes. But as I'm listening to these guys, I'm like, this is is this is you know maybe not as good as it gets, but this is right there. But you this don't know. Right there. See, that's the thing that made me interested in it was I was like, I don't. The first time I listened to it, I said, I don't know what sure. I'm supposed to think of this. Okay, and then I went, oh, those old schoolers. All right, okay, uh, now, and sure. it all came together. I give this. I say, go to their band camp sure. page and check it out. Uh-huh. You can listen to those songs. Absolutely, you I can bought enjoy it. them, and you can buy them. I bought, so I give it a buy. I say, check these guys out, not just because they're from the land of Zion, but because they're great. This is a great little demo slash EP or whatever yeah. they want to call it. I really enjoyed it. The what Lovecraft are they doing in the future? Who knows. All I'm saying, too, is this is good for the horror fans because if you listen very closely, and by the way, can I just, can I, can I step back for a second? A lot of people are like, man, I don't understand what the singer's saying, man. I don't like this band because you can't understand what they're saying. That's bullshit. Dumb. I've never listened to a band that I understood. Well, all I'm saying is I get, saying. I get a lot of that. Oh, you listen to, to Devil Driver? I can't because I don't know what they're saying. It's like, well, that's your problem, bro, because guess what? It doesn't matter because the voice, is an instrument just like I did. Guitar. I did have a real quick, uh, brief breakdown of the songs. Let's hear it. And the intro uh-huh. sounds like uh, Matthew McConaughey doing one of those Lincoln commercials. It's <laughs> like, but it's like just <laughs> evil as shit. Come on, man. We'll I don't get in. I just want to be evil, not because it's cool. The first track me. sounds like here's a video idea for you guys. Okay, for them, right? Yeah. This guy sits down on a park bench. Oh dear. Takes a peyote button. Oh. Pops it in his mouth. What? He starts to trip out. He's right in front of the uh, carousel at a park and sees a mass murder happen. Oh, that's... By the way, that's a terrible day if you ever experience that. But they don't even notice him. They just see him. And then the the last track, I didn't have anything uh, spiritually come to me. Okay. Uh, But the last track, picture this. This is a video idea. Okay. There's a beautiful naked woman. Of course. Being chased down a dirty sewer pipe. Okay, so is she, is she running? How, how? She's running how, because... Like, what size of boobs does she have? How, she's what's got the some, bouncing? She's got some C's. Okay, so they're going up and down. Okay. Well, she's got some nice... She's got healthy C's. Okay. I just want to picture it. But there's, there's some devilish dudes wearing uh-huh. robes and cloaks behind uh-huh. her. And they're chasing her. But uh-huh. here's the beauty of the video. <laughs> okay. Is the whole video is that, right? Sure. So, you're seeing this happen. Oh, my God, she's running. Uh-huh. And then at the very end of the video, 
she runs into teeth into a mouth and then the camera pans back and you see a devil's head on a snake swallowing its tail whoa i feel like i just take a peyote button and watching this so she is (laughs) never going to leave that hell and she's going to continue to do over and over and i can watch it because the snake is swallowing the devil head's rattlesnake that's some beautiful shit right there wow that's pretty you're an artist you are an artist shane Right there. It's, it's all in my mind. So what are you giving this? What are you giving this? I'm giving this a high check it out. Okay, I'm giving I mean, it a straight up buy. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's only four songs long, and one of those is kind of an intro. Check these guys out. I feel like these guys, is they put more music out, as they put out full-length albums, this is something that's going to be right in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Right there. Boom. Yeah. Right there. I love well, it. I got some trivia. You want some? Yeah, what's, a, what's the topic? It's your mom. Uh, hold on. I got to oh. make sure I got my... Uh... Yeah, yeah, let's okay, go for it. Okay, I started it. recording. We're good. Let's go for it, sister. What do you say? I'm good. Go. All right, I got some trivia for oh, you. Okay. And I'm calling it the two-man rock and roll band. Okay. We talked about Alioth. And Hypnoctis. Hypnoctis from Fiend Lord. Two-man rock and roll bands. Dude, that dude played every instrument, and that guy said, yeah, I'll lay my black metal vocal. No sh- I did not know that. Well, yeah, because we just talked about it. Well, Alioth you I singer. know you told me that, but Hypnoctis I didn't know that before. did all the instruments. Where'd you get all the information on that? Because there's nothing out there on them. I diggle around. <laughs> I get in the interweb, and I work my magic. You are a magical, sir. You're magical. I'm a sorcerer of the uh, internet. All right. All right. So two-man two rock man. and roll band okay. trivia. Are you ready for this? Can you wrap your head around it? I hope so. Two-man. Two-mans. Rock and roll bands. Two-mans. Number one. The band formed in 1990 under the name Eczema. In 2000, they were the tour support for acts like Pantera. Uh, won a Norwegian Grammy for... The album Volcano. In 2006, they released their most mainstream album, combining black metal with hard rock. Oh. Oh, I know who this is. Oh, shit. I just lost my place there. Because I was like... Because <laughs> you, you were into it. Yeah. I, was, I was like Dick uh, Dick Van... Uh, Dick Clark. Oh, he loses his shit, too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Give you something. Absolutely. I'm about to deliver the line. Okay. So, Okay. Let me let me uh, let okay. me retract. Okay. Okay. From the album Volcano in 2006, okay. they released their most mainstream album combining black metal with hard rock. Now diabolical. That was my favorite album of theirs. Members Satire, right or satire? Satire and Frost. Satire. Okay. Hint. Albums. The Age of Nero. The Dark Medieval Times. Which sounds like a paper. Blackened skin, tiger claws, king, <laughs> satiricon. Yeah. Turn up the, the radio. radio. That's a great thing. That's you got to admit that was a great song. Holy, a fudging course that was a great song. King. Oh my gosh. Can I Can I pull back the curtain about Michael back in those days? I used King. to I used to put that song on repeat and just enjoy. I learned that on the yeah. guitar. Yeah. 
boom, tiger claws, devil horns. All that. I loved it so GD much. All right. Raise it, king. Oh, I love that. I love that. He's talking about the devil in that. No. He says, he is? The, the, the devil is the in there. hell you say? Yeah, I, I believe that. <laughs> He's into the devil, dude. Well, nor, apparently the devil uh, goes is, to Norway quite a bit, and he oh, he, yeah. he goes out, hey, oh, I'm he's here, hanging guys. There. We're okay. I'm in Norway. By the way, love your work. So they sing about him. Hell yeah. <laughs> if you were in a band and you were yeah. rocking out, sure. and the devil came and sat down on the couch, mm-hmm. and you knew it was the devil, because you were sure. like, wow, that's well, the devil. Well, you sure. Devil yeah, the horns, pointed tiger claws. claws. Yeah. Sure. And he said, keep doing what you're doing, boys. Do you keep rocking? I would or do I you would, change. I would I would quit my job. I would I would still love my wife and kids. Can we sign that uh But I'd be like, hey, remember that little dude named Faust that you gave him like money and fame? Right. Come on, send some of that my way. Little money, little fame, that's little daddy, little isn't that, isn't that a ripe uh rap song? You're that sounds like a country song where you just sing. Anyway. All right, number two. Here okay. we go. Okay. During their 14-year career, this American vocal and instrumental duo okay. had a, had three number one singles, five number number two singles, oh. and altogether 15 singles that hit the Billboard Top 100. To date, hey. this duo have sold over 100 million units. Did one of them commit suicide? No. You sure? I don't think they committed suicide. What, what year are we talking? No, I, I I got nothing else. Do you want your hints? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Albums. Passage. Huh. Ticket to Ride. Loveliness. Uh, two dudes? No. During their 14-year career, okay. this American vocal and instrumental duo had three Number one singles. Was one of them on the rain? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Millie Vanilli. No. Okay. Okay. That's where I was going. Okay. Listen. Okay, keep going. This keep is going. very difficult for me to get through here. Okay. Sorry. Because I have it written down, but sorry. I also have numbers, numerals. In okay. Here. So it's hard to read. Three number one singles, five number two singles, and altogether, 15 singles that hit the Billboard Top 100. To this date, they have sold 100 million units. Hint, your albums, Passage, Ticket to Ride, Loveliness, A Duo. Ticket to Oh, Carpenters, for hell's sakes, right? Turn up the radio. <laughs> Don't you remember you told me you love me, baby? French horn. A French horn. Contemporary French. masters, she, dare I say. She, by the Master. way, she did not kill herself. That's right. In That's suicide, like, but she killed herself because Insights. she didn't like a burger. Yeah, she didn't like her body the way it looked. Which, by the way, I would have boned it. The the closer to the the dying times. Well, no, it her fat. The healthy. It her fattest. It nine percent body fat. Karen Carpenter and me were we're singing sweet love. I'm like, don't, don't you remember, remember my penis above my penis? Your penis. I, I would just I would just say my penis over and over. Anyway, okay, we're good. I'm two for two. Two for two. Here we go. Formed number three. Formed in 1987 in high school. 
The band found their sound just in time for the 90s, quickly inking a deal with Island Records. Some say the band got their name from a blue road sign that can be found all over the country, or perhaps (laughs) slang for a drug reference. But singer Scott Lucas, Lucas said it was a combination of two R.E.M. songs. Oh. Their songs, this is this is the band's songs. Okay. Bound for the Floor hit number five on alternative, uh, the Billboard charts okay. in 1996. Okay. Here is your hints. Do you want your hints? Of course. Ham-Fisted. That's an album. Huh. 12 Angry Months. That's another album. Whatever happened to PJ Souls? That's an album. Oh, oh, ah! Formed in 1987 in high school, the band found their sound. Whatever happened to PJ Souls? Just in time for the 90s. Oh, it's whatever a, happened to PJ Souls? Is it? I am a teenage dirtbag. No, no, yes, no. I don't that know. That was. Uh, I'm not taking the. That deuce? was yeah. I'm taking the deuce. What is it? Local H. Local H. Don't get it. Oh, Keep big it copacetic. I knew it was one of those shitty. Oh, that was great. 1990s. We uh, hung out with those guys. Tuesday one night. They tunes were at trolley bullshit. Okay, I'm. I took the deuce. I'm uh, sorry. They were wonderful guys. I didn't know that was two dudes. I stole drumsticks out of his bag. He said, "Hey, don't do that, dude." <laughs> Just like, uh, okay, here's a trivia. Uh, what band did Shane start playing their drums? Where he's like, "No, bro." Stop playing those drums in Virginia. I don't know. <laughs> Kung Fu Dykes, right? Oh, yeah, that's that's right. I uh, thought it was the first band, but yeah, yeah it's Kung, Kung Fu Dykes. That was theory. hilarious. Come on. That was funny. Hey, don't do not do that. That was some funny shit right there. Okay, so I'm two and one. Two and one. Here we go. Number four. Local H. I didn't know that was two dudes. Okay. Just, of course. Ah, I'm two filming. dudes. <laughs> okay, All let's right, move on. Go. Number four. Formed by John Flandesberg. And John Linnell. Ah. The band would often perform with the drum machine. They slowly made their way through the New York scene. One huge part was to a phone number, 718-387-6962. A local Brooklyn number connected to an answering machine that would play demos, uh, recorded songs, fake commercials and comical bits that all revolve around the band. <laughs> I need the hints cuz I don't know. Here's your hints. By the way, what year? Give it give me a year. Uh let's see. Yeah, I don't have a year on this. Give me I would a say decade. I would say uh, I'd say um I'm going to say 80s. Okay. Let's okay. Let's, let's say yeah, late yeah, 80s. Okay. All right, here we go. Hints. Here's albums. Lincoln. Food. Apollo 18. Uh, and here comes the one, two, threes. I don't even think I know this one. Not like one bit. Formed by John Flansburg and John Linnell. The Jones. band would Jones. often perform with the drum machine. They slowly made their way through the New York scene. Yes. One huge part was to a phone number, 718-387-6962, a local Brooklyn number connected to an answering machine that would play demos, recorded songs, fake commercials, and comical bits by the band. 
Particle Man, Particle Man. Okay, you, stop you it. lose, you lose. No, no, no. Yeah, no, you lose, no, you lose. No, that was a real hand. No, no, no. No, come on. No, no. They might be giants. I no, did not know you that. Lose. What? You lose, you, you lose. That. Come on, Particle you lose man. that point. Okay. You I'll had no. Particle Man, uh, Particle Put man. a little bird. Didn't we say? Didn't we already? I know that's what was. Shit? That was awesome because I was like, oh, he's hitting a. I point. didn't know that was two dudes as well. Okay, yeah. all right. I did not know that. I'll tell you what. You're taking the deuce. Well, well, you just told me I'm taking the deuce. You say Particle Man. I know who that is. But but you know what? That's good because that brings up number five. There's a lot riding on number five. Number five. Here we go. This is a real dinger. This is some serious that I have. I take issue with this. This last question. Oh, shit. I really (laughs) have something. You know, this really hits. You got something to say. You killed somebody's mother today. Hey, I like that reference. All right. That was pretty good. Sure. Who was that? That was, of course, the Misfits. All right. Okay. You're even sexier to me now. All right. All right here we go. This American rock duo formed in 1994. They began to gain popularity in 1999 with their eponymous TV series and opening for huge rock acts. They have released three albums, 2001, 2006, oh, yeah, yeah. and 2012. Okay. That's all we should have heard from this duo. Oh, but in 2015, they win a Grammy for Best Metal Performance against Mastodon, Ugh. Anthrax, Motorhead, and Slipknot. Here's the thing with that band, though, is that they sing the greatest song in the world. No, no. This is just a tribute. Yeah. But, dude, they're a jokey comedy band. Amazing. That's Tenacious D. Against Mastodon. Can, can we sing it real quick? And then we'll talk about that. Turn up the radio. I read that, and I'm like, are they still around? Is, is What was his name? Uh, uh, G. Uh, what's his name? Uh, we got Jack KG. Black, and we got KG. They're still around. And I, and I didn't know that. 2012 is the last album they've put out. The only album that I know of is like... 2015, they win a Grammy for Best Metal that Performance. That is wild. Well, Grammys are shit, right? But come on. They sing a song... Why are you winning an award in 2015 of any kind? They sing a song about a French tickler back in the early 2000s. In the French tickler, you know, double they're, team. They're, yeah. That's the, great. That's a great song. Yeah, dude, but my Mastodon no, Motorhead. No, they're Anthrax. a joke. I get it. That's what that that's all. How do you as, win the Grammy for that? That's almost as bad as when Jethro Tull won the best metal album against it's Metallica's Justin for all. No, I agree with you. Because it's on at least the same level. Jethro Tull had an album the same year. Yes. Sure. Oh, these uh, guys. 2012. No, they didn't put out a new one. No, there's no, no new album. It's best metal performance. How is that possible? How Tenacious is that even D. in the rules? I don't. I think it's. I think they have the but money. You gotta admit though, with karate, I'll kick your ass, uh, dude. All yeah, I'm saying is, is over that there. the the song that goes. This oh song's yeah, like, motherfucker! KG, KG, there is a there's a potato famine in Idaho. He's like. You know, he's doing the, the city hall. That's some funny shit. But is it the best metal performance? But what album no. is that? I'm telling you right now, know. that's 2000. That's yeah. 2002. That was early 2001. Yeah, that's what you're, no, that's you're the referencing. Last time, that's the only time that I knew they came out with anything. Mastodon. Ah, uh, it's bullshit. How did Motorhead. They win? 
Even Slipknot. I'm not a huge fan of Slipknot, but really? 1999-2000, a huge Slipknot fan. Tenacious D against Slipknot. That's weird. Let's do Uh, that versus. All I'm saying is, out of principle, I'm glad Slipknot didn't win it. But when you put in Motorhead and all the rest of the guys, that's some weird shit. Especially since they didn't put anything out since 2012. Yeah, that's the last thing thing they've done. 2012. Wow. Blows my mind. Jack Black, you win all the I love Jack Black because he's a tubby dude, a tubby white dude. Me, I'm a tubby white dude. I like to see tubby white dudes make it big. I love that song by Foreigner. I'm just a tubby white dude. Is that a song? Tubby white dude. He's just a tubby white dude. I didn't know that's the song. I think you're faking me out. No, I don't know. You've heard that song. No, I'm checking it out. I got to check it out. But you know what else I'm checking out, don't you? A trailer. From the movie that we're talking about this episode, Shane, what's a movie? Almost Human. I'm almost human. Flesh, Flesh and blood. blood. Oh, man. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Who sang that? I have no idea, but I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's a great tune. Born to make mistakes. By the way, that's in commercials now. That's how shitty commercials have gotten because they're taking great 80s tunes and putting it into insurance commercials. That's what you do. All I'm saying is this. There's a lot of great Who 80s. Who are you dude. trying to sell insurance to? The information Old society. people from the 80s. Well, are you calling like, me old? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. No, good point. Uh, you win. You oh, win they have one. Foreigner in their commercial. You win that one. Okay. Bye. Let's go ahead and play a trailer for Almost Human. Here you go, folks. have confirmation the entire county went completely dark residents reported seeing lights in the sky it has now been five days since the disappearance of mark fisher police say there are still no leads in this case and no clues have been uncovered mark it's here there's nothing extraterrestrial about these events is that a body Yeah, it's gotta be. Where are we? We need to get to Patton. Dude, did you hear? What? About the murders. How was he killed? Ed was going right the fuck off. I think it has to do with Mark. Seth, Mark is dead. Would you listen to me, please? Mark is coming back. This is private property. What are you doing in my house? Wait! And what some are calling the most gruesome crime in the last 10 years. Something took Mark. You think Seth had something to do with that? This isn't going to turn into another problem like last time, is it? Where are you, Mark? I'm coming to get you. I don't think that's Mark. Did you hear that? Cab ride. And zero tip. I'll tip him. Or one tip. Okay, I'll tip him. 
All right, you ready? No. Oh. All right. Almost human? Are you ready? Yes. All right, go for it. All right, everybody, we're back, and we're talking about a movie called Almost Human from 2013. Right. IMDb, guess. Guess the IMDb. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say two, two stars. Are you, sh- oh, well, that's not IMDb. Was it two, seven? I'll, I'll say three, seven. Are you serious? Yeah. A four, seven on IMDb. Oh, it's four, seven. Yeah, but I, okay, okay. Well, that's very telling. That's very telling that you would say that. Yeah. And here I am thinking of how much I liked it, thinking, okay, I feel like it should have been higher. It was written and directed by a guy named Joe Bagels. Two writing credits and two directing credits. Um, he had this one, Almost Human, and um, he directed and wrote a thing called Bad Moon Rising. Okay, so well, that that's it. Familiar. That's it. Now, you're, you're thinking there was a movie back in the 90s called Bad Moon Rising, plus there was a uh, Creedon song called <laughs> Bad Moon Rising. Yeah. No, I wasn't thinking about the credence. none of that stuff. You weren't. How how are you not thinking about credence? I just wasn't. I'm sorry, but I wasn't thinking. You about need it. a you need to look at your life. Thinking you about see the movie that was awesome. I'm just saying. Okay, starring and I Graham gave it 8. Skipper. Eight point seven on IMDb. <laughs> thank you, thank you for that. Starring Graham Skipper as Seth Hampton. <coughs> Pardon me, Joth. Okay, Josh. Did I say Joth? I meant yeah. I meant Josh. Elthier is Mark Fisher, Vanessa Lee is Jen Craven, Susan T. Travers is Becky, and blah, 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 all the way down. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the plot for a minute, okay? Uh, this movie was supposedly based on true events. I'm going to go ahead and call bullshit, but that's okay. I like it. If any movie ever says based on true events, I'm like, ding. Yeah. I like that it could be based on true events. You're lying to me to my face. Yeah. But that's okay with me. I'm I'm okay with that. But it's over it because the 70s was great for sure. that. It's like, well, back ooh. in the 70s, I was like, holy shit. Now we're shit. clean to it. We know. Yeah. We know what's up. In fact, there I can't remember what movie it was, but my wife, we're watching the movie going, this is based on true events. And I said, you know what, Amber? You know what that means, right? She goes, no. What does that mean? I go, that means it was, definitely wasn't based on yeah. true events, and this is bullshit. But let's enjoy the movie. And I love it anyway. Yeah. October 13th. Hmm. 1987 there's a lone car driving on a backwoods highway a panicked white dude with a beard which i love love those dudes he's driving down he had guy bald no 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 no, no. we're not talking about that guy oh no no. he hurriedly gets out of his car to open it he he goes to his friend's house he's banging on the door mark open the door right we hear strange shrieking coming from the distance he runs in the house and he looks out the blinds frantically his friend Mark is like, what is going on? He's trying to get the handle on it. What's going on? The problem is, is he had a friend out there with him before he came. His name was Rob. Something happened to Rob. He says, there was a blue light that stole Rob. Right. We don't know who Rob is until after the credits. Right. Okay. There's some shit going on. Problem is, is all of a sudden when he's freaking out, Seth this guy's name Seth. He's at Mark's house. He's freaking out going, there's some shit going on. Lights are flickering in the sky. Mark is saying, it's here. Strange noises. Seth is freaking out. Mark is getting his shotgun and going to check out the noise that he thought was in the back of his house. Yeah. Mark. Nice looking wife. Yes. Oh, 
I What's mean, yes. going on, Kevin? What 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 are you hanging out yeah, here? Yeah, why are you doing? Why is this friend coming over? Why is he dealing with our He's why, the why? man. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna go out there. Don't go out there. Don't go out there. He goes out there. The problem is, is Mark, the dude who owns a house, as if he's in a trance, gets up and walks to the front room out the front door, which opens up for him. Which yeah. is, by the way, it's a problem. If if you ever walk in towards the front door and it opens up for you, don't go out of it. Absolutely. I will don't do that. I, right? I'm a notary in okay. public. Okay. I stamp that and say <laughs> okay. do not go out the that door. The problem is is he didn't heed Shane's warning. He goes out there. The problem is, is he sucked up into the sky in this blue light. Yeah. We get the opening credits at that point. We got a lot of hey, there were some strange lights in the sky. News news flashes, news all casters, this stuff. There's a yeah. ton of stuff. Two years later, Seth is living alone in his home. The guy who was freaking out at the beginning, obviously he's messed up. He gets periodic noise, nosebleeds. He sees a news story on the TV where they're reporting the strange lights in the sky. He's like, holy shit. I remember the last time. Mark, my best buddy, got taken up into the sky. So he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go into Mark's wife, who's working at the local dimer. Dime. Five and Did dime. I say dimer? She's I'm, working at the five I'm and dime. Diner. Diner. I, I, spelled five and dime. I spelled it wrong. That by the way, dimer di- apparently doesn't like 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 set off the alarms on your uh uh your your uh, spell check. Your alarm code? No, it doesn't. It doesn't do that. So he's going there and he's like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Lady, some shit's going down. Meanwhile, there's two hunters in the woods and they find this white body. Oh, this white, is he dead? No, he's not dead. Albino. But he's Maybe white. He's an albino. He is white to the point, but he gets up and he's beautiful because he's a white guy with a beard. And he's kind of bald. He's barely, yeah. So you okay. know he's a handsome guy. Yes. Do you want to talk about that more, about how bald and bearded guys are handsome? No, I have nothing to say about that. Because you it's already know. Disgusting. You already know a how A naked, hands- bearded, bald guy that's. I feel like that could have been me. All wrapped up. Could have been me. <laughs> it should have been me. All right, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll I could stop. have been a contender. The thing is, is two years later, these two hunting jackasses find Mark. Where in the holy fudge has he been? Yeah. Where has he been? Who knows? Fire in the sky. He was covered in some sh- like pus and some like really weird stuff yeah. like that. Um, but he gets up and he's like, guys, help me. But he attacks him and he kills him. Yeah. Mark is now, he's back after two years. He's on a rampage. He's killing people. He's there, but he's not. Yeah, he's, he's not there. He's in his brains. It's he's not, Mark, but he's not, not Marky. Marky Mark, they call him fucking the Mark man. <laughs> Dude, you are the Mark man. He said, what? No, when they're drinking? No, that's sure. not him. That's not him, man. It's very it's someone disturbing. Else. Seth's, Seth visits Mark's old wife in the diner. He's like, oh my gosh, something happened to me last night. The same kind of shit that happened to me, the dreams that I was having. The only the last time this happened to me was right before the original abduction. Yeah. And let me tell you about my nightmares, the beams of light, the flashes. I've been dreaming about it. What a coincidence, Mark's back. Mark makes his way back into town. He's asking for directions. He's like, hey, I'm just some white dude. Why would you ever think that I'm going to shoot your head off with a shotgun? Turns right. out he's, he's going to shoot your head off with a shotgun. Like I said, he's not there, okay? 
Uh, he shot the he shot the heads off. Oh. Well, there's a lot of shit. I mean, there's there's a lot of violent shit going on, right? Um, anyway, long story short, Mark comes back. He's been re- he, he he's basically been delivered to us from the aliens. Yeah, but he's not quite there. They he's never are. People. Are they? No. Well, never well, well, first of all, there. let me it's ask like you something. You're almost there. But you're not. But I'm not sure whether aliens are involved or not, Shane. Let's let, let let's pull back the curtain, okay? Okay. Pull, pull let's it back. say let's say Mike, Mike Cadaver. Okay. Right. One day we're dancing because after after the shows we usually slow dance a little. Yeah. We usually do a little from bit time of, to time. You know, we put it down. I put it down. I put I put my. You know, I usually use my 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 two longest fingers and and like stroke the butt a little bit. What your ass? No, your my, ass. Oh, my as, ass. As we're dancing. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'll go. With and then, the, what if one day I was to put some? Uh, what do you put? Like the stuff over your? What? What is that? Chloroform. Chloroform. What if I put chloroform over your over your face? Okay. Right. And then what I do is I take you to my house, I take you to my basement, and I probe you, and I put a bunch of shit out there for two long years. Mm-hmm. I'm not an alien, but you're different now. Let's pretend. Am I different under chloroform or am no, no, I no, different? No, because you're, be, all I'm saying is you've taken two am years. Am I different because I woke up in the wrong place? And I'm no, like, no, no, no. All, all I'm saying is, is for two years, my cadaver has been putting orif- uh, things up your orifice. Under chloroform. Well, no, because I, I, I've, I've bound at you. At some point I wake up and I go, oh, yeah. yeah. No, you're down there and, and I have a basement. I got to work, but nobody's finding you in my basement. Okay. No offense. And I'm putting shit up your butt. Right. Okay, I'm doing that. Now pretend no like think about but, two but, years later after two years of Mike putting stuff up your butt. Right. Okay. It's gonna change a man. Now, let's pretend that it was an alien on an alien ship. Okay. Yeah. I'm saying that would mess you up even more. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So what do you do? You come back and not only do you want to have sexual intercourse with your wife. Right. In probably the greatest way that I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Yeah. I see. You want to kill people with shotguns and stuff. That's how messed up you are. And that's what this movie's all about. Long story short, Mark comes back. He's killing people. He's shooting out like, what would you call it? He's like, basically he's gathering people. He's putting them in giant like, like chrysalises that look like bread dough. Yeah, and they're coming out like like uh, what do you call that uh, invasion of the body snatcher style, where they're not the same person, right? Right, right. But then you get your lady, your lady, and you're like, "Hey, lady, I want to love you, and I want to shoot out this thing out of my mouth, and I want to put it on your slibbity bow. Put it uh, put it on your vagina. Whoa! I didn't want to be so crass. Right? I'm gonna go down. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying As is the men do on the that ladies. shocked the shit out of me when all of a sudden we're doing it because it was basically a normal abduction movie. Then all of a sudden, bow on a shaved vagina. Yeah, right. There. Shit, I like that. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I think thank so, thanks to her that it was shaved because I don't know if it could have made an airtight seal. Mm. You know, without the shaving this. Yeah, you got to get it nice and tight. That's what I'm saying. But all of a sudden, and let me tell you something. And that and the movie doesn't have like the most original. It was basically an abdu- an alien abduction story, whatever. Yeah. But, but let me tell you something. The last twenty minutes of this movie, I was I kept going, "Holy shit! Whoa! Really? What? Well, yeah, I did that, and I well, enjoyed it very much." Shane, what did you think about the movie? I'm going to come claim with you. Oh dear. 
Oh, shit. I was working on trivia questions through the last 20 minutes of this movie. Oh, are you serious? I was. This movie kind of bored me a little bit, because, but I should have been watching, but I was working yes! on my trivia well, questions. Well, let's put it this way. That, that doesn't surprise me because the beginning was super cool. The beginning was excellent. We got all this. The people are beaten, whatever. The middle was like this part of kind of boringness. But the yeah. last 20 minutes is we're going through it. We're getting the thing coming out of the mouth, going onto the vagina. and we're Other than the mouth going to the vagina and all that, I thought, not only Fire when, when, when somebody, it's the, oh, dude sure. that, it's the dude that, uh, is vanished and okay. they're lumberjacks and they go, even, even when he was decapitated and you had that little thing coming out of his neck and we got a lot of that stuff going on. It was terrible acting too. Well, it's very indie. We mentioned this. At the indie, indie very is indie. one thing, but stinky. are you serious? I thought it was okay. Do you feel like you could do a better movie? No. If you were, if you no. were to get Brian Higgins. <laughs> to direct no definitely and produce. definitely no i you don't me, think you could me do and a better Brian, movie no we could not do a better movie Hell you no. couldn't do a better no, movie. absolutely no that's interesting no uh yeah i it's a rent really okay it's, it's a good well, rent. it was the streaming on netflix because that what we did yeah it's a good rent it's a good fun I gotta time. admit, because like the first the first 20 minutes of the movie you don't think higgy and you could do no, a better not, job no. absolutely not no way you write a story, you come oh. up with this plot. What ha- wh- okay, so let's pull back the curtain. What happened last time me and Higgy made a movie? Yeah. Nothing happened because that footage, I still need to go pick up from him and I need to edit it. Who can get that footage? I can. I just maybe haven't been that, up to his house in a while. Maybe that movie is better than this movie. No, no, no. All I'm saying is this. The there Higgers. was nothing that ever came out of my mouth. And went on to a, a shaven vagina. Sure. Okay, you're talking about special effecties. No, no, no. We're talking about shaven vaginas. Well, it's a nice... Well, it's a, a subpar. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? That really had me going... That it's, had me fanning my face. It's okay. It's right. okay. But come right. on, man. I like this movie a you lot. You don't think you could do a better the, video? The problem better is, movie. No, I don't. I don't think I could. The first... Okay, so I feel like this was a shit sandwich. This movie. All right. In the beginning, I love bread. I love Grandma love Sycamore's bread. white bread. It's so good. Oh, With mayonnaise, I'm just like, oh. I do, too. I love it so much. How soft is that bread? So soft, it puts my ass to sleep. Grandma Sycamore. I meant, that was a, that was a reference to so deep, it put your ass to sleep. Sorry. But it, it's really good. Right. So that was really good. And then the meat in the middle was like slow, kind of like, <laughs> Yeah, but the end was like another horseradish. The the end was a piece, another piece of Grandma Sycamore's bread. Was like, oh yeah, you don't even have condiments on that. No, you do, but all the middle was boring. It was kind of right. boring. There was kind of a lot of shit. I, you know, the funny thing is, is this movie was only like an hour and nineteen minutes, and I right. think eight minutes of that was credits. So, if you make this movie, and this goes back to blood sucking zombies from outer space. If you make this movie 45 minutes, to me, it's awesome. You're saying, it. yeah. But it what was... Are, what are you cutting out from that 45 minutes? A lot of the stupid shit in the middle where we got Seth having problems. We got Mark's wife having problems and the new boyfriend and all that stuff. It's like, uh Someone's banging someone that's well, like, oh. Well, and plus, oh, let's talk about my job at the Home Depot and stuff like that. That was kind of weird. But I'll tell you what. The last 20 minutes of this movie completely saved it for me. I thought there was a lot of cool stuff. I really enjoyed it. In fact, 
I enjoy it to the point where I'd give it a buy. You give it a buy. You that's are fine. you're looking to be like no, sorry. no, no, no. I'm saying that's fine. Okay. I I like the ending. I thought it was like, hey, come on, guys. Did it go. not shock you? Was there not a couple of parts where you're like, yeah, there was Hercules, a there, there was a couple points where I was okay. like, oh shit, that's, sure, that's a singer. <laughs> but I was so you know just like uh, I was not intimidated. Really? All I'm saying is that last. I have to admit the first part was great. The middle of it was like eh. The middle of it was nothing that I'd, I'd seen it over and over, whatever. Then you got the last part, the last 20, 15, 20 minutes, where I'm like, yeah, it went and saved it for me. Yeah. Right there. I liked it a lot, especially the whole to the vagina. Yeah. That helped a lot. Is that weird? Am I a perv? You might be pervy, but that's <laughs> fine. You it's can okay. have that. You can say, man, that kind of horned me up. Well, it, well, and okay. I don't want to. I don't want to pull you? back the curtain, but it horned me up a little bit. Yeah, you were kind of like, "Hey, look at that!" I was like, Whoa. "Alien taking the vagina." And there's that's she. Wow, that's what I'm saying. Basically, it was like, "Huh? Oh, she? Whoa!" See, if you're an alien, <laughs> what you want to do with all these uh, alien abductions Eggs is you don't want the uh, anal probe. You're like, "Dude, they're 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 vagina everyone." Man, they're they're working everyone's vagina in town. These aliens come down. What anal sure. probe? No. no, and that's not they're even touching. a vagina probe. It's the whole they're touching the vaginas, oh, which was horny. If up I a was bit. an alien from planet Ecto okay. or whatever, All right. I want to get down there and see what them vaginas are like on. Uh, because on you're Earth. looking down there, and you're like that's like a rose petal. Absolutely, it's, it, it's Valentine's Day. Absolutely. It's a rose petal right there. And so what am I doing? Every I'm, rose has its thorn. Put, no, this rose didn't have its thorn. We're like putting our but shit I on like there. That. And it's like that is the sweetest thing I almost ever heard is a vagina is a rose petal. Well, it's beautiful. Because it really is. And, and it until, is until you jizz on it, then it becomes a bulldog face with mayonnaise all over it. You jizz on the bum jizz. Yeah. I like that though. <laughs> I feel filthy for saying that. Rose petals. I feel filthy for saying that, but that I smells good. I have too. to admit, I'm sitting there watching that, and then when that happened, I was like, "Mike's kind of bored." Boom! Mike's into this movie 100. percent Right there, I am on board. It's time. So you gave it a buy. I, I give it. it a rent. Come on, it's on Netflix. And well, Just you know, it. and it kind of turns into a mixture between The Shining, you know, because we got this guy. All, all, you know, uh, work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. We got that. And the body snatchers, man. I'll tell you what. I mean, there, there's a lot of like, you know, and honestly, it didn't really build the suspense like I think it tried to. Yeah. But it, I think it had some good, some good parts where it's like, okay, I see what you're trying to do. It didn't really work, but you're still doing okay. I mean, the actors, I didn't recognize anybody in that. And maybe it was a little bit rough. I said maybe it was a little bit rough. There were some rough parts as far as that's concerned. It was okay. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Look and feel the atmosphere cold and blue. Looked like a low-budget movie. It wasn't too distracting to me. Just not as polished as something that Let I Let me would... ask you, okay. acting-wise. It was okay. These guys <coughs> compared to August Underground. Uh, acting, oh. acting wise. The problem with August Underground is, is I think those dudes actually wanted to put shit on tits. I believe those guys were psychotic. 
But didn't you believe it, though? Yes, I did. And those guys were filthy. I think they were better actors Well, because than everyone in the movie. Well, it's easy to be a good actor when you're found footage and you can act like yourself. Because, okay, if a found footage... You're not right supposed now, to act like yourself. Well, sure you are. Like, you're like, you are Bobby. Dude, and those he's guys... A, he's a weirdo. All I'm saying is we're being assholes. Right now, there's a camera on us doing a found footage film about about uh, podcasting. And I'm like, we're 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 in no, the movie I wouldn't right now? be, I wouldn't be me. I'd be someone else. I would be the same I'd, guy. I'd be, I'd be uh, the. I'd would be, you uh, put wolf, shit on my nipples? Faust. Would you put shit on my nipples? That's all I want. Hell yeah! If we're making a movie, I'd bad. shit on your nipples. Whoa. What I'm talking about it's is you got to get the actor. You got to get the, I didn't the character. Think it was that bad. I thought it was okay. I think yeah. August Underground was more, well, more only because uh, I believe those guys are psych- psychos. I do exactly. believe those Acting. guys are psychos, or not. I don't know. I feel like those guys are, are psychos. I've and never met them at one of your uh, junctions where you go out to <laughs> no, the horror fest. But I feel like if I were to be like, "Hey, you want to shit on my nipple?" He'd be like, "Have you ever met Fuck that yeah. guy?" No, no. I was like, have. "What? What's this movie called?" Uh, what? The August Underground oh, guy. Yeah. What's, uh, you ever I can't remember him? his name. No, or I never have. Hey, how you doing, my little mustache? <laughs> and his earrings, his like, is like, I got earrings and a mustache. And uh, but like, you would look at him and go, "Dude, you're the dirty guy that rubbed the shitty on the titties." He'd be like, "Shit, yeah." And by the way, that's real. Just like Mike See, Patton. That's a just good like actor Mike right Patton there. with his fart. That's real. That's real. I feel like he would do that, yeah. and I would believe it. Yeah. Well, whatever. I like this movie quite a bit. Um, there was an interesting copulation scene at the end. I did not see it coming. We already talked about it. Okay. Um, Mark's attack post copulation, trying to stay away from spoilers. But all I'm saying is it seemed like a true form of an alien right there. Right. There's some aliens are weird. Well, yeah, because they're not from here. We don't understand their culture. Yeah. We don't know what's going on. No, hell no. Uh, the final scene, irreversible in nature, in my opinion, not nearly as powerful, but right there. Um, give me, let me give you some nugs about this movie. Can I? All right. This premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival September 10th, 2013. Okay. Right. IFC Midnight. Um, so it's got some juice. It's got a little bit of juice. It's been to the, to the, the, uh, the, you know, the, the, the film festivals. It's got a distributor. Um, but I mean, it's an hour and 19 minutes, eight of those minutes being the credits. You see some shit after that you don't need to see. I really think that the main problem with this movie was the middle. You got your hopes up after the first scenes. It was good, whatever. First act, awesome. Slow Third middle, act, awesome. slow middle. You know, I mean, we got kills, but it's like most of the time we just spent it with Seth's boring life and his, hey, I worked down at the Home Depot and that was some shit right there. Whatever. Anyone or, that works at Home Depot, it's like, uh, do you feel me? All I'm saying is do you this. feel me? When I go down There's to Home Depot to be had. and I'm like, hey, I need you to cut this board, this and this, I always get a life story. As he's cutting that shit, I'm getting like, let me tell you something about my third wife. And I'm like, because he has a saw there, I'm like, okay, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> You're right there. I don't, I don't fudge around with those guys. What about the guy in the uh, toilet department? The the nuts and bolts. Oh, they're just like, yeah, just you know. No, find because your, they're not used to dealing with people. You don't want to mess with the guys at Home Depot that don't have to deal with people a lot. 
Because those guys are effed. You're in the saw board. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're sawing things up over here. And let me tell you, you something. Need a, you need a saw. Do you know how many times that I, we've gone to Home Depot where somebody's cutting some wood for my wife and I show up and it turns out that the dude's already hitting on my wife going, hey, can I have your number? He's giving her. No shit. No and that's, shit. That is totally true. It's like I show up with my three kids. Ember's like, Oh, let's And the worst get- part is he's not even like lumberjacking it with an axe. He's just <laughs> no, hitting he's, it with a he's saw. With his, I show up and he's like, oh. Before he can oh. even ask for a number, he's already cut the board. Yeah. And, well, and they do. And, well, my wife, ha- she's very demanding when it comes to stuff. So they got some time. And my wife is so nice. I guarantee you, nine times out of ten, if, she, if she's having some guy cut something for him, she's already he's already offered her his phone number. I'm serious. That's a weird shit. That's, That's some weird hot, shit right there. Dude, no, it's not guy. hot. It's weird because I walk up and I'm like, who that little short guy cutting some shit that want to start? The guy didn't shit? even say, hey, who you with? No. Who you with No, he's like, he's like, let me. Well, because Ember's so nice that she's always like, <laughs> she's like cut <laughs> let those me boards. You. And that's what she's thinking. But she says, oh, I lie. You know, you're you're nice. Yeah. That's some shit right there. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you got a big Schwanson. Oh, okay. But, uh, you know, cut those boards, for Christ's sakes. I got to leave here. Because I got to leave here with a husband who takes care of business. Yeah. Then you show up and he's like, ooh. There's been a couple times where my daughter's come home saying, the guy at Home Depot really (sighs) wanted to date mom. That's weird. Anyway, how do we get on this? Anyway, That's pretty nice, Whatever. Anyway, whatever. No, we're, we're just skipping that. All I'm saying is this. I like the movie. Yeah. You can tell it was an indie movie. You can totally tell. You can sure. tell. Whatever. But at the end, all I'm saying is Joe Soft Bagos. Soft in the act. The, the, the writer-director, Joe Bagos, has some ideas. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's like, it's one of those ones where we're like, yeah, it was a good movie. All I'm saying is you put some actors behind that. You put some money behind that. And we're getting a way better movie. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And that's where I'll leave it. I'll give this a buy. I like the movie. I liked it. Yeah, I give it a high rent. I say <laughs> it's on Netflix. Get, it, get out there and say. watch it. Yeah, yeah Netflix. Do it. do it. It's good. That's all I got for this one. I don't really have anything else to say. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty done. I mean, aliens are awesome. Sure. And uh, alien rape and all that is and the awesome vagina too. to the mouth thing that was cool. Yeah, I liked it. So that's all. I that's got. all we got though. That's all. We're done. Yeah. We're done. What are we at? We're at two and a half hours. We're done. It's pretty good. We're done, dude. We're done. Uh, Let me go ahead and remind everybody the question of the episode recap. This is one that I came up with myself. Because tomorrow, it's Valentine's Day. Love is in the air. Love. Not the squishy. Well, I don't have love. Not the squishy. So I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Bear with me. But I'll bear with you. Don't you. Because I don't have love in my life. Well, you have Zephyr. At this point. No, but I don't have a lover. All I'm life. saying is, is there's two go different ahead. kinds of love. Okay, <laughs> don't be an asshole. There's two different kinds of love. There's the wet, squishy, slippity bow. I'm done, love. But then there's that you're my soulmate, and we're in it for the long haul, love. That's the kind of love I'm talking about. Is there a character in a horror movie that you feel like you could create that long term love with? Yeah, that long term. Yeah, you're gonna get squishy. I have a couple. But you're also going to be, you're going to have that perspective for the long run. What is that character? 385-3519. Oh, sorry, let me say it slower. 385-351-9200. 9273. Repeat. 
927 Boom. Call that in. Thank you guys so much. By the way, I want to say thank you guys so much for calling in Shane's birthday. It's a special day, man. It was a good night. It's a special day for you. I there feel you go. I feel pretty good about it. You're loved. Can I just say that? Can I say a blanket statement? No. 40. 43, bring it on. Oh, that's what yeah, I'm saying. I was going to say, not yet. Next year. Next year. 43, bring it on. But for the rest of the show, thank you guys so much for calling in. Thank you for listening. But for the Corpse Cast, we'll catch you guys later. Hey, take it easy, okay? Oh,